I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carver. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I said I like it like that. Said I like it. I said I like it a lot. <laughs> what was that from? Uh, come on. Don't say anything if anybody knows. Don't say anything. Okay, hold on. Okay. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. I like it a lot. Say it again. I like it a lot. Okay, wait. Now, your face that you're doing, though, right? Yeah. Like, is that the face that the person says that in? That's a guy who says that in the movie, right? I like it a lot. Okay, hold hold on here. Hold on here. Shush, 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 shush. What, what, what? <laughs> now, shut up. Okay? Okay, hold on here. Okay. Uh, Wait, 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 wait. Don't get mad at me, Shem. Don't get mad at me, Maury. Okay, both of you guys need to chill, Shem baby. Shem is biting his lips. Maury is chill, shaking in the other room. Chill, chill. We all got to get our chill on. Okay, it's the holidays for God's sake. Okay, I, I need to like concentrate on. Okay, sorry. Pause one second. I wasn't looking at you this time, Maury. I'm going to need you to turn your back to me, Maury, please. No, I'm going to need you to turn back around again. That's yeah, better. <laughs> Just joking. Oh, burn. No. Burn. Hardcore burn. See what happens when you try and burn me? Uh, okay. <laughs> that was a good okay. joke. You okay. know why? Because I like a lot. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Now, that was, that was from, that was from a movie. Right? Okay. Okay. No, no. You have to, you have to, like, if I get something right, you have to tell me I'm right. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, that was from a movie. Correct. A movie. Okay. Um, that was from... A, Saying the word movie a different mm, way. Stop it. <laughs> okay, listen. Okay, say it again. Say it again. I like a lot. Okay. Mm. Um, okay, 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 okay. That's a movie, and it's... Um, do I like this movie? Yes. yes I do. do like this movie. Of course Interesting. Interesting. See, because I can see the person saying it, but Who I do you don't. Think the person is. Uh, I don't know. Hold on. Pause for one second. But here's my thing: is I'm questioning. Can I just ask? Can I just ask one question? Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna ask it to um, you, Shem, and I'll ask it to. Oh no! You know what? Let me ask the people who are texting right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Here's my question. Here's my question. Is Mocha doing a decent job at that impression? Because I feel that I would nail it, like I would get it immediately, 
Okay. I feel like I would get it immediately if Mocha was better at it. So it's, uh, what's our, how do you text us? 925 okay. Just answer yes or no is all I need to know right now. Okay. Is Mocha good at doing that impression? I'm going to say yes. You know why? Why? Because we're getting so many texts from people who are naming the movie. Okay. So of course I'm saying it the right way. No, 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 no. What are people on text saying? Okay. No, they're so, saying the name of the movie. I'm not going to tell you okay. that. They're saying yes, oh, they look, are. Okay. One person wrote and said, One yes, person. he's bang okay, on. Okay, do they do they do it again? Do it again? Do it again? Ah, look, I look. Ah, look, I look. Somebody else said he's doing a pretty good job. Another uh, person said yes. Yes, look, yes, he I is. Look. Yes, impression is fine. <laughs> Roz, you suck. I look, um, I look. Come on, man. Hold on. Oh! Oh, no. What'd they say? <laughs> what'd they say on text? 925 what'd they say? What they say? Don't blame Mocha because your memory sucks. Wow, no, it's. I think it's the impression that sucks. I don't think it's my memory. No, it's your memory. Uh, a lot, a lot. Oh, oh. See now, when I say it, I, I don't know. Um. Okay, hold on. Wait. No, is it Jim Carrey? Yeah. Interesting. Shut up, Maury. Stop yelling at me, man. Do you know what kind of pressure I'm on over? I, this is, believe me, people have harder things that they do in their lives. Um, this said. hurts a lot, though. Shush, shush. Okay, okay, stop it. Okay, um, is it, okay, uh, is it Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. It is Dumb and Dumber, right? Yeah, listen to this. Man, easy. I like it a lot. Okay, now you do it? Oh, I like it a lot. Now play the clip again? I like it a lot. But there's another part in the movie where he says it better. Okay, now you do it again. Oh, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, of course, that's Jim Carrey from Dumb and Dumber, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. All right, this is a uh, a question here for anybody who is in a successful marriage. Mm-hmm. Also, question for people who uh, have not been so successful at marriage. Wow, I'm raising both fists. Oh, right look, now. I got two right in the room. Right, look at this. Okay, oh, so wow. oh, 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 what? Well, like you knew that. Oh, yeah. He knows the room. Okay, okay. So, Mocha, you've been married how long? Seven years. Seven years. Uh-huh. Uh, Shem, you were married for how long? Uh, three years. Divorced now for three. Oh, even Steven, huh? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Man, Sean, I swear. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't mean to pry. Uh, okay. Serious business. So, it's not, the I mean, I mean, right now. I mean, it's not a, I mean, it's not a my business, right? It's not a, it's not a my business. But you know, she left you. Um, <laughs> Damn. Well. Okay. Yo, facts. Okay. So, uh, so anyway, so I got to play you this video here. So the, the headline is a wedding photographer shared three signs that a couple won't last. And this is based on what wedding photographers see while they are shooting weddings. Okay. On like night one there. Yeah. However, 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 however. So this clip was not actually the wedding photographer that came up with this. This is somebody who learned this from this guru of a wedding photographer. So, okay, okay. Listen to this now. One time I was shooting under this wedding photographer and they told me they can always tell if a couple will last or not based on three things. Mind you, this photographer has been in the industry for 10 or 15 years, so I was really interested to hear their theory on this. The first indicator is one of the spouses will take like more than three family photos without the other spouse. 
This one kind of makes sense to me just because, you know, you might get a few alone with your mom and dad, but to kick them out of more than three photos just seems a little suspicious. The second indicator is the bridesmaids or the groomsmen will avoid talking about the spouse when they're getting ready or doing toast or anything. And that's typically because they don't like them. And the last indicator is one of the spouses will spend more time with friends or family at the reception rather than their spouse. So what do you guys think? Do you think this theory holds some truth? Okay. Okay. Um, I Because I, I have a whole different theory about this, but let's just go through the things quickly. Yeah. Okay. So what was the first one? The, the, the first one was um, the parents are excluded from more than three photos. I don't know. No, the seems, spouse. The spouse. spouse. Yeah. yeah. They, where they take a lot know, of pictures with their of, own family. I don't know. I, could uh, be I wrong, guess. But like thinking back to our wedding. Yes. The photographer would be like, okay, you kind of take your direction from the photographer. Sure. Hey, the lighting is good. Let's try this photo here with these people. And then you kind of go through. I'm sure I've had more than three photos with my family, excluding Jenna. Right. And I'm sure Jenna has more than three, excluding me, but with her family. And then the the other one was uh, when they're shooting the individual bride and groom getting ready with their friends. The friends, the wedding party friends, don't talk about the bride or groom. And then, um, and then the at the reception, the groom or bride spends more time with friends and family than they do with their bride or groom. So before, let me tell you what my theory is on this yes. entire video, okay? Mm-hmm. The wedding photographer that this woman was working for yeah. was trying to pick her up. This is oh, a flex. Trying to pick this girl yes. up. Yes. Oh, this gotcha, is a flex. Gotcha, 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 this gotcha. is, let me tell you, all I know. Right. Right? I'm so let smart. Me, I'm, I'm, how, do, how does a wedding photographer know that all these couples split up all these years later mm-hmm. after 10 years? Is, is this person, is like, are you cr- like, are you creeping tabs? face? Like, are you keeping tabs? Following you, up with them. Thank you. Every year. Right? No. So, how's it going? No. Me? This guy, do people still say Mackinac? Right? Because if they do, if they do, I think this wedding photographer was macking on this photography Uh assistant. Everyone, yes, just agree. Shut up. No, do they? Yeah, Yeah, they do. do. People still say Deepa. I don't, I've never used that term in my life. Deepa? Mackin? Follow along. Oh, sorry, just kidding. I use it every day. The first thing I say when I wake up in the morning. Deepa, Deepa, also still married? Yes, still married. Still married for. Three months. Thank you. Yes. Um, okay, this whole family thing of, oh, your spouse, if they're not in, uh, like, more than three family photos or whatever, that doesn't make sense. Let me show you. This is the LOL's Instagram page, okay? Uh-oh. Um, this is oh, from our this wedding. This seems private to me. Look. Do you have his password? No. Oh. No, I just, okay. Do you, don't you think you These should have his password, though? These are our wedding though? photos, Being right? Being a newlywed and all? Nah. Okay. We don't need to share. Okay. These see. are the wedding photos he posted. Yeah. Okay, so that's him, him and his parents. folks? Okay. Him that's, and his parents? Yeah. Him and his family. Yeah. And him and his family. Yeah. Did he post a picture of the two of you at your Not wedding? Yet. <laughs> oh. Okay. But to Hold be honest, on. we Wait haven't a... gotten to all of them. And I was like, these are so cute. And he was like, oh my goodness. Pause. Huh? Pause. <laughs> what? Okay, pause. Whoa. Yes. You've been married, you've been married for how long? Three, three months. Three, three months. months. In total, how many pictures on Instagram did your husband post of the wedding? Just one. It was one grid post. No, no, no. But how many photos? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And how many of them are you in? Zero. Zero. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but in all fairness, I love the photos. And I was like, you should post those. Because we didn't get all of them yet. And I'm like, we lasted. It didn't matter to me. (sighs) 
But how is it that the photographer only sent like, him pictures and, and, with and, uh, his family? Yeah, and, and, and just so if anybody's confused here, it's not like every single one of those pictures is of, of uh, like, with the mom and dad. It's like there's one picture on there where he's, like, with 20 people. Yeah, and it's you didn't make And you didn't make the 20. Nah. No. Nah. We were taking separate Bro. pictures at that time, so I was like, you know what? Bro. They're cute. You post them. And then when we get our wedding photos, you post 20 of those bad boys. Right. We can't talk about Maury's wedding because secrets. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, what did you start, Roz? I started nothing. Nothing. Um, So it was, uh, I don't know if I believe this guy, but people seem like talking about it. Um, it was a wedding photographer who had said that he can spot these three things when he's shooting a wedding. And uh, if any of these happen, it will it's a sh- clear sign that the marriage is not going to last. And one of them was, you want to just play it? Yeah. yeah one time yeah. I was shooting under this wedding photographer and they told me they can always tell if a couple will last or not based on three things. Mind you, this photographer has been in the industry for 10 or 15 years. So I was really interested to hear their theory on this. The first indicator is one of the spouses will take like more than three family photos without the other spouse. This one kind of makes sense to me just Uh because, you know, you might get a few alone with your mom and dad, but to kick them out of more than three photos just seems a little suspicious. The second indicator is the bridesmaids or the groomsmen will avoid talking about the spouse when they're getting ready or doing toast or anything. And that's typically because they don't like them. And the last indicator is one of the spouses will spend more time with friends or family at the reception rather than their spouse. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think? Do you think this theory holds some truth? Okay. And a couple of seconds ago, we learned that Deepa, who Oof. got married almost three months ago, yeah. her husband posted on Instagram a series of 10 photos from the wedding day. Yeah. Not a single photo I had Deepa in. No. Not one. <laughs> it was all with like his boys, yeah, and like a bunch with his mom and dad, yeah. yeah. But like, the, like, and not like on somebody's phone. Like these were pro shots mm. from the person hired. It's interesting, huh? It says something. I don't know what it says, but it says something. Hey, Sarah, are you there? Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. What is it you want to say? I just think that that's ridiculous. I don't know. I feel like my husband and I during the reception barely spent any time together besides when we were sitting at dinner or doing the speeches you just you're entertaining so many people you have all your friends and family there it, i feel like it's totally natural to I, be you know up taking shots with one side while you're talking to another dancing on the dance floor like <laughs> i don't most, think it's accurate i agree most weddings that i've been to the the bride and groom are separated from the yeah. moment that reception starts until they have to sit down beside each other for like the formal stuff where people force them to kiss and then, <laughs> yeah. and then and then they and then they split off again and then they people force them to dance and then they split off again. Like wow, that's you make just... it sound like it's such a horrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> a wedding reception. Damn, bro. What? 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 I mean Force them to do this. Force them to do that. <laughs> well, they're There's not just the... so many different people. Yeah. You have so many different groups of friends and people and yeah, they know both the bride and the groom, but everyone's kind of doing their own thing. So, so did you're you, just did... kinda of getting pulled. Did your marriage last? If that's an indi- uh, yeah, I mean we've been married over a year. Oh. If that uh, is that, oh, if wow. that's accurate, then we're in trouble. But <laughs> wow, yeah. And what would you do if you were in the situation where, still three months after the wedding, the only photos of your wedding that your husband had posted on Instagram were of you and other people, or were of him <laughs> and other people? 
I think I'd be okay with it. My husband doesn't really use social media, so I won't ever have that problem. Oh, he hasn't posted any wedding photos, so I can't really judge people's husband. That's that. Your husband's suspect on a whole other level, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Sarah. No problem. Have a good day. You too. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Want to hear uh, Josh Gad talk about the time his uh, little kid caught he and his wife? And when I say caught he and his wife, I mean caught he and his wife. No. Yeah. So, and Josh Gad, it's a, like I feel for Josh Gad because he is like, he's awesome. And I'm sure there's parts of Josh Gad that would really love to tell certain stories a certain way. But Josh Gad is also Olaf, right? No. Like a little baby unicorn. What? Hey, whoa. Oh, I love it even more. <sighs> All right, let's start this thing over. Hi, everyone. I'm Olaf, and I like warm hugs. Olaf? That's right, Olaf. And you are... Uh, Apparently, um, see, the Olaf I'm, likes I'm, like other the, things, too, the, I guess. The, the, the problem with Josh Gad, though, is that when he does Olaf... Olaf just sounds like Josh Gad. Like, he totally. doesn't do a voice. So whenever I hear Josh Gad talk about other things, I only hear Olaf. Yeah, so, happy Josh Gad. Thank you. So uh, when Josh Gad sets up to tell a story about that one time his kid caught he and his wife, um, as funny as it is, it still sounds like Olaf. Great. So now so, I'm going to picture the snowman <laughs> talking to me, telling this story. My it's wife not- and I one night decided to get frisky. Uh, <laughs> nightmare fuel for all of you. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, his parents do. And uh, we, for, what, for whatever reason, we put the kids to bed. Well, that was for a reason. But then we <laughs> decided to, you know, sort of be intimate on the couch, spice things up. Couches are spicy. Um, and uh, so, you know, all of a sudden in, in the act, my wife freezes. And I'm not sure what's happening. She sort of plays dead like a possum. <laughs> oh, no. She uh, sort of looks out. And then I see a four-foot shadow walking, yes, walking towards me in a Hello Kitty nightgown. And I (laughs) my pants and (laughs) said, "Uh, what are you doing? And my daughter, I you not, looked at me with this smile and said, what are you doing? (laughs) Oh, no! Traumatized, both of us. And then I told her that it, Mama was checking because I thought I had a sports hernia. I don't know where I was that out of my ass. And she said, in the dark? And I said, yeah. And she goes, but why are you both naked? And I said, we were changing. And I said, can you check if I have a sports hernia? Oh, no. <laughs> and it's happened to everyone. You walk in on your parents, right? And now... For me, being a parent, yeah. one of my biggest fears is having Cruz, our walk four-year-old, in. at some point in his life walking in on us. Yeah. Has Roxy ever walked in on you guys? No. No? Deepa, no. Have, have you ever walked in on your parents? Oh, my God. No, I've never seen my parents show affection towards each oh, other. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, Shem, you ever walk in on your parents? Hell no, man. I really? never want to think about that, ever. Yeah. 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 Did have I ever you walk seen to- your parents kiss? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. You've never seen your parents kiss, Deepa? Not even really hug. I think my mom's listening right now. <laughs> She's probably like, why are you talking about this? But this is a truth, though, this right? This is the truth. No. 
No yeah. kisses. So maybe like a hug is like a side hug, like on the shoulder and a tap. This, and I'm like, that's like love? a friendly hug. This yeah, just explains like a little... so yeah, a lot, much. a lot about me. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Here's a text that Tom sent to us. I walked in on my parents the night of my wedding, and my parents were in their 60s. Excuse me. Details, bro. How is it that you walked in on your parents the night that you got married? The night of my wedding, it was uh, 3 a.m. when we left the banquet hall. My parents were already gone. So I forgot something at home that I had to bring on our honeymoon for me and my wife. Like at your home? Yes, at my parents' home. Okay. So I went back... I opened the door, and in the front room, there they are. In the living room? <laughs> in the living room. Yo, they were probably celebrating the fact that you finally got out of their house. I was the last child getting out. <laughs> Let me, can, I ask, can, I ask you, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, like, were they on the couch? Were they standing? Was there a table? Like, what did you see? Uh, my mom on the couch and my dad on top of her. <laughs> And my father said, turned around, and he goes, get used to it. This is what you're going to be doing the rest of your life. No, he did not. <laughs> yes, he did. Yo, legend. <laughs> did, and then what, and like, did he stop? No, he goes, what did you do? What are you here for? He, like, stopped at the moment that he was talking. I said, I forgot something. Don't look at me. Don't even talk to me. I'm walking straight upstairs and getting what I got to get. Yeah? I did not see this, I said. And then you just walked back down the stairs and left? Oh, yeah. Did you see anything out of your peripheral on your way out? I did not even look. Oh, no. Wow. Did your mom say anything or no? No, my mom was frozen. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then you told your wife when you got back home? I told my wife and she goes, OMG. (laughs) Talk about being scarred for life, right? Yeah, especially as an adult. How old How old were your parents at that time? They were in their 60s. My father was 65 and my mom was 67. <laughs> First of all, bravo, 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 bravo yeah. right? Celebrating and the that's fact like that your 20, kids are finally out. years ago. Yes, Damn. yes. Wow, man, that's a, that's a fantastic, uh, I mean, I, maybe it's not fantastic, but uh, <laughs> no, I, cer- we I certainly benefited from it on this show. Oh, my God. Yo, what's your name? We didn't get your name. My name's Tom. And actually, I actually got caught on vacation with my daughter. You got caught? Oh, by your daughter? By your daughter. By my daughter, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what happened? On holiday. She was three years old. Three. What'd she say? She goes, "Uh, what's going on? Oh, no, daddy's giving mommy a massage. Luckily, the covers were over us. Oh, I thought when you said you got caught. So you and your wife got caught, not you got caught. No, me and my wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. He's like, I'm not going to tell that story on the radio. Okay. <laughs> Tom, much love to you, bro. Thank you so much. Have a good one, guys. Later, Later dude. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. This is favorite time of the show, Roz. Roz and Mocha's Vented Moments. Uh, Working title, TM. <laughs> okay. Do I have to explain what this is real quick? Please do. Just in case this is uh, somebody's first time hearing. Happy to. Um, We discovered that this show is a fantastic place and platform for somebody who just needs to vent, for somebody, anybody uh, who has something on their chest that they need to get off. Maybe it's something that you can't say to the people in your family or coworkers because maybe they'll judge you for it or maybe it's about them. Uh, But we will, no questions asked. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to give us your name. Come on the show. 
Uh, shoot us a text. We'll give you a call back or give us a call, and uh, you can come on the show. Use our platform and our audience to just vent. 925-555 or call 416-870-8888. Hey, it's Raza Mocha. What do you need to vent about? Oh, my gosh. I need to vent about my child waking up at 3.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> your, your house sounds like chaos right now. Oh, my goodness. This kid wakes up at 3.30 in the morning since the time change, and it's freaking killing me. The time change from, like, two, three weeks ago? Stop interrupting. Oh, sorry. Like, it's been so freaking long, and I'm dying over here. And he's two, so he's so tired by, like, 5.30 at night. And, like, how do I not put him to bed at 5.30 when he's waking up at 3.30? But that means he's going to wake up at 3.30 again the next day, and my life is just total chaos. It's brutal. Wow. So what are you doing at 3.30 when you got to get up with him? I mean, I'm other than crying. I mean, <laughs> I'm just, I try to get him to go back to sleep, but he doesn't. And now it's just the way it goes. I, you know, try to survive. That's pretty much all so, I can do. Oh, girl. Have you tried like a little rum on the gums? Oh, well, that sounds like a really good idea. But I think that that's really fun. <laughs> my, my parenting yeah. tips are all from the 30s. <laughs> By the way, apparently, <laughs> I mean it's worth a try at this point. Like, oh, well, I would do anything. So how do you? So how do you fix this? Well, could, do you have any advice for we, me? They, we, don't do it, we, don't do, we don't do it. We don't do. We don't do advice he, on this he, segment. He already gave you a little bit of advice just now. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to take that advice, but no, my venting is just literally. I am so freaking tired all the time. I'm <laughs> dealing with a cranky two year old. So when 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 uh, when so the two year old's not going to have any permanent memory of any of this stuff. So oh. so when when the two year old is like being the two year old, um, do you ever call the two year old names that you know he's never going to remember? <laughs> Maybe under my breath. But, um, no, I try not to. I try to be nice. I know it's not his fault and all that, but yo, if we're if we're venting, yeah. like. <laughs> I'll be first to admit, I've said some pretty terrible things. <laughs> pretty terrible things. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know what I can say on this. You, you, can, right you now, can say but... anything. You can say anything you want. Well, he's, he is Right. There we go. There we go. That's what we are waiting for. That's what we are waiting now, for. Now, that was a true <laughs> vented moment. Thank you very much. Get some sleep. Oh, my God. If I could take a nap, I would. But uh, let me tell you, it's it's a long day around here. All right. We love you. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for calling. I love you both. Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Sina, hello. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How's it going today? Hi, Roz and Mocha. How are you guys? We are good. What's on your mind? Okay, so my question is... Is a longer commute for a job in your field worth it? Yeah, so you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. Have you ever had the commute for a dream job? Uh, I just got a job in my field as a therapy assistant right out of my placement. I'm finishing up my master's right now in occupational therapy. It's an hour away with traffic. It could be two hours for three days a week. I hate driving on the highway, but I think it's a great opportunity to get myself in the field before I finish school. Uh, I also built a rapport with my supervisor, and I I didn't want to say no help what should i do so what are you asking <laughs> should i take the job or not <laughs> let me ask you this question what's your other option mm. what's your reasoning for not taking the job because you got to drive to get there <laughs> 
Well, it's an hour drive, which I guess is okay. Oh my god, I don't an mind hour that, drive is nothing. Oh my god, what do you want? How old are you? How okay. old are you? How old? How old are you? How old are you? Twenty-four. Okay, listen, I don't want to start lumping you in <laughs> and doing that thing that all people my age tend to do. Okay. Yeah. This right here is where this is not a tough thing. Driving an hour for work and you call mm-hmm. it a dream job is not is not difficult. That the fact that you uh, are even on with us is quite shocking. Um, this right here is the difference between a job and a career. Right. Okay. Right. Um, the 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 fact that it's in your field, you have great rapport. You got this job right out of placement. Like you got a lot going for you. And you're thinking of okay, not so you're, you're thinking of Absolutely. not doing this because it's an hour drive. I hate the highway. So what? Take the side roads and make it an hour and a half. Right. You guys are right. Like what? Like so? So what's the other option? You find you you spend now a little bit more time trying to find something that's what thirty minutes away, something that's up the street. What are the chances of that happening? Not good chances right? at all. Do you live by yourself right now, or do you still live at home? Like with your parents. You still live with your parents. Okay. So what happens if and when you decide to move out and live somewhere else? Are you going to live close to your parents? Are you going to try to get a a job? Are you going to try to get a spot like somewhere close to your job or just somewhere else in the city? I mean, it would be nice to be close to where I work. How easy do you need your life to be? Honestly, and I'm not saying getting a master's is easy. Like you're doing the work, right. but you live at home. Do you pay rent? Not anymore. Okay. I just moved back to home. Okay. But I did okay. before. Yeah. So, so wait a second here. So you're you're smart. Okay. You obviously have the support mm-hmm. of your family. So you have great education. Okay. You have an incredibly yeah. supportive family who allow you to go back and live with them rent free. Okay. Obviously, mm-hmm. you have great connections. You got a job that is your quote unquote dream job, okay? And the only thing that's holding you back is an hour commute. Like, how easy do you need your life to be? <sighs> I know. I was just overthinking. <laughs> nah, you're being lazy. You're not overthinking. You're being lazy. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like no. it seems like you got a lot of stuff already that's like pretty, like, make, making things easy for you. And then one thing shows up that's a little bit of an inconvenience. An hour. And, 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 and you're thinking of bailing. Oh. Not at all. I promise. I don't mind the time. It's just driving on the highway has always given me anxiety. Right. And I always get pretty nervous about it. Okay. So, Yo, ways, like, man. Me yeah. Anxiety. yeah. Use just, ways and take the side roads. Yeah. 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 Like it's not. It's not I that. Know. It's not that big of a thing. Okay. But no, absolutely, absolutely, do not let this go. This is the difference between uh, a job and a career. And you, people, right, like right. building the the getting through even what you've got through is an incredible accomplishment. Continuing on with your masters is an incredible accomplishment. Building these connections and getting this kind of opportunity like right out of placement is a massive accomplishment. These are things that you need to capitalize on, not walk away from. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. You're smart. Don't be dumb. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You're right. Okay. Are you guys going to ask me the question? <sighs> Not after I just yelled at you. <laughs> <laughs> Sign up between driving an hour for work three days a week, by the way, <laughs> or getting a job somewhere else. Okay. Between Razamoka. Yeah, three days a week. Yeah, three days a week. That's I forgot a that part. <laughs> you got it so easy. All right. Sign up before we let you go. Between Razamoka, who's your favorite? <laughs> Okay, I equally love you both, mm-hmm. and I listen to you guys on my long drive, um, but I have to go with Mocha. No. 
Yeah, girl. <laughs> Thank you, Sina. All Love the best. Love you both. Love you both. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. How you doing? Hey, babe. Mm. What's going on? Oh, you know, I'm great. Really? I don't know, man. I just thought I'd start off trying something oh. new. <laughs> didn't feel right. <laughs> no, <Nah>, it didn't. <laughs> Seconds in. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I'm uh, I'm good. So what a huge weekend. Jesus. Oh, my God. The uh, American Music Awards were on last night, which I didn't even realize. Hey, did you, see, you see JoJo last night? I did not. Jojo Siwa? No, so I she, just jo- I didn't watch it. Oh, Jojo Siwa, I just mean, but no, but I mean, like, it's unavoidable the next day. Yeah, but I avoided it. Um, no, she, because uh, Jojo is, like, on Dancing with the Stars, and I think she's going to win the whole thing. Um, but Jojo has a very unique style, right? Mm-hmm. Jojo looks like an Easter egg all the time. But, and I mean that in the most endearing way. That is her whole thing. Yeah, scrunchy yeah, yeah. on scrunchy on scrunchy, neon on neon on neon, pom-poms on pom-poms on pom-poms, right? Yeah. She showed up at the AMAs last night looking like, like evolved. Okay. Completely evolved. Like it did not look like Jojo Siwa. Like not wearing any of that colorful Nothing stuff. Nothing. Black, like awesome dress, oh, hair yeah. different. Ma- like, yeah, she went from like when she started Dancing with the Stars, she went in looking like Jojo from YouTube. And at the AMAs last night, it's like they put her into the Captain America machine and turned her into like something else that is mm. the, like a much more advanced, evolved version of uh, Jojo Siwa. She I looked, if uh, last night she looked was, awesome last night. Was her kind of uh, enhancement of where, or yeah. kind of like where she's going, the because direction she's going God, in. Right? So, and you, 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 you see this with so many stars before Jojo Siwa and, and you got the sense that anyway, I got the sense that it was going to be particularly hard for her to transition because you've seen it before. Katy Perry had a hell of a time transitioning and I still don't think she's fully, uh, fully done it because Katy Perry was like a walking version of a children's birthday party. Oh, right. And, and always, and always had been Even her concerts. I went to like two Everything. of her concerts and the concerts and are so much right and fun but how do you evolve out of that and and katie decided to sort of keep everything the same and just tweak her music a little bit and it didn't really work and then you look at jojo siwa and you're like how are you going to evolve out of that because people get older right people grow up and then you get to a certain point of where you're still putting on the neon and you're like "Eh." maybe she wasn't into it but it was overnight yeah and i mean i'm not saying she's not going to do that anymore i'm just saying that part of a brand that that uh, i think exactly and i think that jojo's place now especially after coming out and doing dancing with the stars um, I think that her sort of place and brand and, and, and where she stands in the world is just so solid that she didn't have to hang on to anything, yeah. right? And uh, look at the picture right now. Google right now. Jojo Siwa, red carpet AMAs. Doesn't even look like her. Uh, Jojo Siwa. I'm a huge fan, and I didn't even know who Jojo Siwa was. I never heard a Jojo Siwa song. Red but carpet. watching all the stuff that she's doing on Dancing with the Stars and then going back and looking Damn, at that's JoJo right? Siwa? Yes, that's JoJo Siwa. There is zero neon <laughs> in anything she's wearing. Even her makeup I'm telling, is very... Look, she looks totally different. But again, still still very JoJo Siwa. Yeah, she's not... Um, even her makeup, it's a very yeah. subtle yeah. makeup. Yeah, like there was no sort of easing into this. This Her was, hair is down bro, and everything. Yeah, no, not a scrunchie to be seen. Yeah. You know, she has her own show coming up too. Which is? With her mom, Dance uh, Pop Revolution. Oh, see, there you go. 
That's the but still like she just looks yeah way different yeah way Good different for you, Jojo yeah yeah no it's awesome but uh, the finale's tonight right of Dancing yeah. with the Stars yeah 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 man I hope I go two for two because if you remember I called the last round of Dancing with the Stars before the first episode aired I called like, this round of Dancing with the Stars before the first episode aired I'm ride or die yeah legit for uh, Cody Rigsby oh god oh you that's Cody. right you're part of the Peloton cult I'm that's gonna right. be backstage afterwards you want me to tell uh, say anything to be backstage I'm gonna be backstage after the show how virtually oh. Man. Well, guess what? So, I'm going to be front stage. <laughs> for the show. Yeah, exactly. For two hours. <laughs> Virtually. I'm going tonight, too. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I miss everything that had to do with the AMAs last night. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm leaning towards now that uh, all... I mean, I love when Ricky Gervais hosts movie awards shows. It's just yeah, my, it's I, pref- I prefer Ricky Gervais over Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Um, and, and I'm starting to lean in on now that I think Cardi B should host every music awards show because mm-hmm. um, she's just she's so character. damn we good at it. Cardi and B. when you hire Cardi B, you get Cardi B. So this well, that's is why people hire Cardi B. Exactly. So this is a little bit of uh, Cardi B uh, hosting the AMAs. Damn, this crowd is loud. You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm lying. I get nothing. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome to the 2021 American Music Award. I am your host, Cardi B. Thank you to Silk Sonic for starting us off right tonight. Wait, I don't hear myself. I don't hear myself. Hold on, crowd. Hold on. I ain't gonna lie. I'm a little nervous. I'm shaking. Woo! My underarms itch. Woo! I'm sweating. I'm, I'm gonna let y'all know right now at home. I might get things messed up and I might stutter, but whatever. Whatever, whatever. I'm giving looks. Anyways, enough about me. Tonight's gonna be fire. Woo! Like everybody's a one. Jesus. We're celebrating everybody's hometown. My hometown is the Bronx, the best place to vacation. You know what I'm saying? We got a beach over there and everything. Okay. So when you hire Cardi, you get Cardi. That's oh, the best that's part. that's so good. But then, but then, so Cardi starts going off and talking a little bit about, you know, being a mom and how difficult that is. And then she brings Jojo Siwa into the whole conversation. And, and I see you, Jojo Siwa. Now, Jojo Siwa, let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you this story. Let me tell you this story. So my husband, he was trying to get Georgia Siwa, right, for my daughter's birthday party. But she is, she is booked and busy. So Georgia Siwa, could you please come see my daughter on Christmas? I know, you, I know you, you cost a lot of money. Let me tell you something. Y'all rappers don't got nothing on Georgia Siwa. She, her bookings. Yes, yes, America, please. Okay, okay. First of all, JoJo C. and Cardi B, booked and busy, should be their collaboration. Oh my God. Uh, okay, and yep. then Cardi B, Cardi B, so Bro. street. I love it. Okay, and then, then JoJo Siwa gets on stage no. and gets in front of the mic. Cardi, I'm going to see what I can do, and I'm going to try to make Christmas happen, I promise. No. Putting it in my phone right now. No. I take Bitcoin. Actually, I take that back. All I need from you is to vote for me tomorrow night in the season finale of Dancing with the Stars. No. Voting opens at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can vote for me by texting JoJo to 21523 up to 10 times. Okay, so right. okay. it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You know what's going to happen, what right? Do th- what do you think uh, What do you think JoJo costs? Because obviously like, they looked into it. Like They called JoJo's people and, were like, and people and were like, how much to get JoJo to do our kid's birthday party? What do you think JoJo costs? 100 grand? Oh, no, more than that. You think so? Yeah. I think you'd be surprised, man. 
Like what? Like a hundred grand for the night or like a hundred grand for an hour? Like two songs. Show for two songs. Yeah. Plus transportation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Her all and all her stuff. people, everything else. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's that? She's a dancer, not a singer. Who, JoJo? Oh, she's got songs? She's a singer. What are you talking about? Yes. I mean, or is like a dancer. Maureen oh, Sherman. I have not heard her sing. Oh, yeah, yeah, God, yeah. You go to her YouTube channel. Yeah. You'll see all of her songs on there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was thinking she danced in front of the kids. Even even still. Even still. Well, Mariah's a million. Is Yeah. For one song. Yeah. Waste of money. <laughs> oh, oh, wow, that geez. hurt my heart. Wow. Maureen was just vomited <laughs> right now, man. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. After Dancing with the Stars, Dammit Maury was in the uh, virtual backstage room and uh, had a couple of minutes with uh, the runner-up, uh, Jojo Siwa, and tried to get clarification on whether um, Jojo for Christmas at Cardi B's is actually happening. Did you meet up with Cardi B, exchange information, and will you be at her house for Christmas? You know, I ran into her backstage, actually, and I, I told her, I said, maybe not Christmas because... For your sake, I don't want to, like, hone in on your family Christmas, but we'll absolutely do something together. Well, you can charge more now that you came in second place on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, not happy about second place. Jojo no. Siwa does not strike me as the type of who, no, who likes not at second all. place But at they have all. to make this, they have to make it happen now because the story, <laughs> like, sure. blew up so much. Right? Sure, but how old's Cardi's daughter now? I guess she old enough to like like have a favorite pop star. I think she's got to like be that? like at least like, two years she, old now. Yeah, right. I think yeah, she's two I, years I, old. Three. I guess. How old All is she? Right. Three. Yeah, she's yeah. Three she's at old. that age. She's got a. She's got a. She'll recognize yeah, sure. who Jojo Siwa sure, is for sure. For sure. And get for excited. Sure. And Jojo Siwa will hang out. You think she's gonna charge? <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's very difficult. Now that Cardi B went on stage talking about how expensive it is to book JoJo Siwa, yeah. I don't know if JoJo Siwa can now charge. Like, if it's just, like, a quick meetup, maybe not quick. Like, you come hang out for, like, an hour, right? right? You chop it up with Cardi B yeah. and, like, her friends and family, whoever, like, and maybe, like, some other send kids them in, Send them an invoice after that? Like, that's a total... Oh, that'd be very awkward. Yeah. Like, had the, had the husband gone through the, the booking agent and everything else, you know, if Offset managed to, you know, book, you know, JoJo, that way... Way sure. through the proper channels, then yeah, you pay her. But after you do this whole thing on the American Music Awards, I don't think JoJo can charge Cardi B I think now. Maybe she'll show up for like thirty to sixty minutes. Yeah, but she's still going to have to be JoJo. Like you still got to perform. Like yeah, even with if the, you with like, the scrunchies and you the have bright to colorful do it. shirts yes. and all that stuff. Yes, she's going to have to do all that for free now. I know. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Who knew Vented Moments was going to take oh, off the way it has this week? Yeah, we uh, got a couple title, good ones. Right? Uh, stop it. By the way, for anyone who hasn't heard Vented Moments, <laughs> it started earlier this week when a guy accidentally texted us and was saying some stuff like giving off some info because he was upset to he was... one of his boys about a girl that the guy was seeing. Yeah, he just had a grievance, and he had nobody to, to, to sort of unload on. He had nowhere to vent. And so we were like, hey, why don't we just then anonymously, we won't even ask you your name. You can just, if you need a platform to vent, maybe because you can't vent to your boss or your coworkers, your family, whatever, uh, we will give you a very, very large platform to literally just come on and vent. 
Um, and Mocha would like to call it Vented Moments, which I think is a stupid name. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we will come up with a better one. But you Can don't, you don't have to suggest. No, you don't have to suggest names, oh, people. because I have a whole bunch that people have suggested here. Oh, go. Uh, segment names should be called Irate Tings. <laughs> <laughs> Another one says Roz Gets Mad. That should be the name. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Roz and Mocha spilled the tea. No. Another one says <laughs> Grumpy Roz Moments. What? This isn't even about me. Another one reads Ventilicious. Another person said Venti Latte with one pump of mocha and lots of salty Roz. <laughs> <laughs> Working titles. No, not. <laughs> uh, Roz's Grumpy Talk. Wow, this isn't about me. So I like the name Vented Moments. And somebody wrote and said uh, Vented Moments is elite. Please keep it. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. What do you want to say? So I work in retail. I am a manager. And I think people, I get it, COVID, pandemic, a lot of people are upset and frustrated. Um, but at the end of the day, stores have policies that we need to follow. If you don't appreciate that we can't return your stuff from 2017, that's our policy. <laughs> oh we don't make up these policies. So don't get mad at the cashier. Please don't make her cry. Make them cry. This is our policy. If you don't like it, <laughs> then go shop somewhere else. What did somebody try to return for 2017? Oh, my God, guys. I wish I could tell you where I work, but I can't. And the amount of customers that come in with stuff that's dirty or stained or, oh, I was locked down for a year, so I couldn't come to return it. It is <laughs> unbelievable. And there's nothing you can say. You can kill them with kindness. At the end of the day, it is getting out of hand. The only place I know that experiences returns like this, yeah. where people will come in knowing that the stuff that they purchase has been used and yeah. used it's a lot. Oh, oh, I was going to say Costco. <laughs> it's, so not Costco. It's, so it's not Costco. It's not Costco. Mm. But believe me, it's I get it. It's hard times and you're going to try to do whatever you want. But we're just trying to do our job. Hold on a second. But people are trying to return stuff from 2017. We weren't in a pandemic no in 2017. Idea. Yeah. So what do they say? They say like it doesn't fit anymore or it's out of style. <laughs> this shirt is so or out of style. It's probably because they clean out their closet and realize they don't need it anymore. Wow. <laughs> Oh, no. Wow, that is quite the vented moment. The balls on people. I <laughs> love it. I, I, yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. You, you too. It. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Razamoka. What do you want to vent about? Hi. Um, so I want to vent about the uh, kids who actually uh, take the bus in my area. Um, I had the fortunate luck of living on a uh, corner lot, and I have a big Tibetan Mastiff who uh, guards the lot, and they like to torment her and throw stuff in my my property just because of uh, a little issue that uh, started when uh, the kids were waiting for for the bus. I didn't know it was the the bus stop. So what was the uh, issue? What was the issue? Well, I um, I noticed the the kids were sitting out and the dogs just sitting there barking at them. So obviously I went to go see what was going on and tossed them to to move. And the one kid was uh, pulling out his wallet and the other kid's pulling out a baggie. And I'm assuming they're not selling girl, girl guy cookies. So that's kind of how it, I guess it's all started, and ever since then they've been tormenting my poor dog. Okay, so what you you uh, they you went off on them, and they looked at you like you were a Karen. Pretty much, they I guess they assume that I'm a Karen now, and they, they torment my dog. So you got labeled a Karen by twelve year olds, and it sucks. <laughs> yeah.
pretty yeah, much. Yeah. And, you know, Definitely reasonable. Like, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not one who, you know, I don't, I don't care if that's what you want to do, but like, I mean, you're setting my dog off and you're in front of my house. There's a park right there or do it at school. Right. But they were waiting for the bus though. Yeah. So yeah. I mean like, you know, go, go, go early and go to the park and do that or do that. <laughs> Sell your drugs elsewhere. <laughs> right. Like I, I'm totally for that. I'm not sure. against, you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah. like, again, there's, there's, I have kids at home and they don't need to see that. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. All right. Good Thank vent. You. Good vent. We <laughs> like you. that. Okay. Good vent. Yes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello? Hey, it's Razamoka. We got your text. Why have you been waiting in front of a Walmart at, since 5 a.m.? <laughs> because they have 20 PlayStation 5s, and my son has been waiting two years for one. Oh. <laughs> How do you know they have 20? Uh, they released it online, but we also had a friend who works here, so he unpacked them last night, so he told us about it. So are you, uh, like, on the like waiting in front of the doors, or are you sitting in your car? No, we're waiting in front of the doors. And how many other people are there? About 30. 30. Now, wow. do, you, do you know where they are in the store, or are they just, like, right there at the front for you when you walk in? No, no, we know where they are. They're at the back. They're at the very back of the store in the electronics. So do you have to do the run? That's what we were just asking. <laughs> yeah, like I as, think you as, do. I think you do. Do the other people in the lineup with you, like, have you guys been talking? Do they know where the PS5s are? Oh, yeah, so we... We're with an employee, so we told him we're, we're like, yeah, there's only there's only twenty of them, and there's like thirty people here, so oh, ten people no. here are getting them. So oh, some people are no. leaving. <laughs> How's your cardio? My cardio is good, but yeah. my, my 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 son's is better. So okay, how old oh. is he? He's seventeen. He's, oh, so he's gonna. So are you gonna send him in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, he's like, uh, oh my god, he's like a racer, like in the uh-huh. like you know when they have like the horses and they're in like those stall like the stalls. I know, right? And they're just like the gates are about to open so are you is, he's got to be hype what, what's his name nathan okay uh, because here's the thing i don't know if you heard this story but sony announced that there was going to be a shortage of ps5s uh this year because of that chip like there's all sorts of manufacturers are delaying product releases because chips aren't being made quick enough for products, things like the PlayStation 5, things like the Nintendo Switch, things like chips that they need for cars, yeah. even that stuff uh, is being delayed. So this is crazy. Hey, is, uh, is Nathan there? He is. Yeah, put him on the phone. Nathan, you're Hello. on the radio. Nathan. What's up? Oh, f- listen to you, <laughs> Mr. Man. <laughs> Seven, 17 with the voice. Yeah. Uh, so what's your plan when, the, when that door unlocks, man? Well, I have no clue. I don't even know what their like procedure is. But what's your plan? Who cares about what what Walmart's procedure is? What's your plan? Uh, I got my friend here. He's about to like bolt it over to the thing. Okay, so oh, you got a friend, so you're both gonna run. Yeah. yeah. Are you both then trying for the PS5, or is he being a good friend and trying to get one for you? Uh, well, we're both trying because I think it's one per person or something. Oh, okay. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now, do you, what's the plan for the rest of the day? You get the the PS5, let's say, then what? Go home, hook it up, and then you're just gaming all day. Or, or is your mom wait, making you wait for Christmas? Of course, no. Just go home, forget school. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, skip school today. What game are you gonna play? What's your first game? Uh, probably the new Battlefield because I have that. Oh, yeah. okay. Man, oh, man. Okay, so, uh, and, and obviously, um, you're not going to tell us which Walmart you're at, right? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, what time does the store open? How long do you, do you have to wait? Seven. Oh, oh wow. no. Wow. So you got like Can a... Can DJ Climax yeah. to start earlier, please? No. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> wow. Okay. Well, uh, good luck. I hope you get the PlayStation 5. Yeah, Give us a call man. back after um, once you make it out of the store, and maybe we could check in and see if it all worked out for you. We will. Thank you. All right. Uh, you guys take care. Stay warm. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, Karen, you there? I am. Okay, Morning. welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. We talked to you, you on Friday. You and your 17-year-old had woke up early, <laughs> went down to a Walmart since like 5 a.m. Uh, because you guys found out that this particular Walmart had like 20 PS5s in stock. And you went with your kid and your son's friend to line up, hoping to get one of these PS5s. At the time we talked to you, there were like 30 people in line, but again, only 20 PS5s in stock, allegedly. Correct. Okay, so you hung out there with everybody else. By the time they opened the doors, how many people had joined that line? There was over 100. Over 100 people. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, and we were saying, like, are they all sort of lined up at the front or do you have to go to the back? And you seem to know exactly what the plan was, which was your, your, <laughs> your kid was, they were going to open the doors and your kid and his buddy were going to uh, sort of make their way to the back, a.k.a. run to the back and, exactly. uh, and, and, and grab one of the alleged 20 PS5s. First of all, remind people, again, was it inside information? How did you find out that this particular store had 20 PS5s? So my son has a friend who has a part-time job working there so he does the unloading so he unloaded them off the truck gotcha so as he unloaded them he called us and told us okay and, and so. obviously a hundred other people also knew that there <laughs> were 20 ps5s exactly all right so seven o'clock hits karen walmart opens what happened mm-hmm. It was a disaster so they but they did come out like five minutes before and they they said okay, only the first 20 people in line are getting a PlayStation, so everybody else should go home. And then they handed out tickets to the first 20 people in line. Oh, and they also, they also said that it's only one per group. So if you had two people in your group, it didn't matter. You weren't getting it. Oh, no. no. So it was yeah. you and your son, one group, right. and your son's friend, technically second group, but still part no, of your but group. Technically, we were one group with oh. my son's friend. Why, but how do they know that? Why can't he? Why couldn't the kid just say that he was there alone? Well, we did. Oh, okay, good. So they gave. So they but, gave your son's friend a ticket. Yes, okay. they gave my son. Well, he also works there, so I'm sure. sure I he, got you. Right. Yeah, yeah. But then the people behind us were a couple. They were like a couple together. Yeah. And they each got a ticket. So, so then the person behind, and they were the last two. So oh. the person behind him was kids. So. He went into the store. When they opened the door, they, they told everybody. It was so weird, too. They told everybody, only 20 people. But the other, like, 50 people in line came into the store all in the line and yeah. came with us all in the line and stood there in the back, like, watched each one of us cash out. Like, you have to pay for it first, and then they hand you the PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're, they're sitting there, and all these people are watching, thinking, like, some magical, like, 50 more are going to drop off a truck somewhere or something. So when you when you get your PlayStation and you know that there's that many people that did not get one, like, are you nervous walking out of the store and through the parking lot? We ran lot? into the car. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So success in getting the PS5, I assume. 
uh, since Friday getting home. You haven't seen your son because he's I been playing. I have not seen him all weekend. Yeah. He had the weekend off and yeah. I have not seen him. Smart, smart. <laughs> well, there you, there you go. go. Nice. All right. So Christmas is made, huh? It was. Yes, it is. Thank uh, you so much. Yeah, no Thank problem. you for checking Thank back you. in, Karen. Love you lots. Thank you so much. Have a great week. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Robbie Amell has been a friend of the show for a real long time, and it's always nice to catch up whenever he's got a new project on the way. You've seen him in Amazon Prime's Upload, The Babysitter Parts 1 and 2 on Netflix, The Flash Code 8, and on Wednesday, you'll see him in a flick that gamers have been waiting a real long time for, Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Robbie Amell, welcome back to The Roz and Mocha Show. Yeah, man, what's going on? Uh, uh, nice to see you got your shirt on today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, it's just too cold. That's the only thing. Dog, it's a prerequisite that any movie that you're in, you have to take your shirt off, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, at, I'm bad in like, I'm at like 80%. Yeah. yeah. That's a bro. That's like, listen, Not man. Bad. We could all be so lucky. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Uh, Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. So I, we know that you uh, have been a fan of Resident Evil for a while, but how cool is it to finally, when you get to jump into the world of Resident Evil, get to go back and do a 90s version of Resident Evil, which is the version we were all introduced to and fell in love with? Oh, man, it's it, it was a total dream come true. But my first meeting with Johannes Roberts, Roberts the director, uh, we just we just like geeked out for an hour talking about the original games and things that he took from the script and put it in. I mean, the entire movie is full of Easter eggs. It's nonstop. And you can tell that he was a huge fan of the games. And I thought, you know, that was so important to me. I mean, to be honest with you, I probably would have done it regardless of what the script was because it was COVID and I just wanted to work and it was (laughs) Resident Evil. But (laughs) luckily it was the best version of the movie. And uh, I had a blast. But were you kind of like geeking out like while filming the movie, knowing that certain scenes are taken from like that 90s version of the game or some of the characters that you're interacting with or some of the things that you were, you know, the the environment that you were in? Was that like inner nerd inside of you just like freaking out completely? Literally, like at least a few times a week, I was geeking out on set. I mean, I, I replayed a little bit of one and then a lot of two, the remastered. Uh, before we shot just because like oh this is cool i'll you know have some fun and i mean johannes grabbed blueprints from capcom for the mansion and for the police station and made them like true to the game it's unbelievable everything is so detailed to match the game and then little things in the background like we're shooting this this scene in uh in one of the labs and there's a like a green red and a blue herb behind me and I'm just like, anyone that played the game is going to know exactly what these are. And they're never talked about. They're never used for anything. They're just sitting there. Who in your, when you were younger playing video games, um, like, because I can only imagine, and you're very successful. And you're, you're, I'm sure that the people in your life, uh, your life and your folks and everything are, are, are extremely proud of you. But I can only imagine what this must be like, because did you have parents that would sort of ride you hard for playing so many video games? And does this sort of feel <laughs> after all these years, like the payoff and all the practice <laughs> where you can sort of go, see, yeah. well, you, well, you didn't trust me. You didn't Just trust shove me. It. <laughs> Just shove it right in their face. You know, what's really funny. Both my parents worked. So they were like, 
anything to keep me busy. It was like hockey and Halo. That was like nice. pretty much yes. it. Yeah. So, so they were totally cool with the video game. Uh, and what about your wife, Italia? How is she? Is she like freaking out just as much right now with, with your role in the new Resident Evil? Welcome to Raccoon City. So when I booked it, it was, <laughs> this is a little bit of a weird story. It was either, I was up for a movie called The Hating Game, which I was supposed to go shoot. Uh, in New York during COVID and we had a newborn, well, not newborn. He was about, he was almost a year. Mm -hmm. And um, it was this like pretty romantic movie with Lucy Hale that like Italia wasn't super pumped about. <laughs> and then Resident <laughs> Evil came up yeah. and she was like, this is way better. <laughs> oh, I like this for you. Yeah. I like you this like for you. You like video games? This is from a video game based on a video game. <laughs> you're you're almost at the at the period now in your life because how old's your son now he just turned two he just turned two you're almost at the the point of an actor's life of where you got to start looking for projects that you could have like your little kid watch because as it is I'm, as it is right now are you shopping for that right now so bad i'm uh, his favorite <laughs> show is pj masks and oh, all sick. i want to do is voice a character on pj masks i'm like I just found out that it's, I'm pretty sure it's Canadian. It is. And I was like, oh, I'm just, I'm going to explore every, every chance I have to be on this show. Because when, how, what age, I'm just trying to think of like everything you've done here. Like, is there a movie that like, when, even when he's like six, is there a movie you've done that you can uh, watch? No, not yet. He can't like, you can't sit him down in front of the TV and like have him watch the duff. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I, um, my cousin Steve, his daughter just watched Cheaper by the Dozen 2 for the first time. That's a and good she's one. Eight. Oh, okay, there you go. That's and a good one. And she was like, I'm barely in it, but she was like, that's Uncle Bob? She's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's so young. <laughs> oh, what about that? Oh, God. What a, and I'm trying to, what is the other movie that we watch? Because my, my kid's 11 now, and we were watching, what's the cat movie? What's that one? Oh, oh nine God. Lives? Nine Lives? Nine Lives! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah. Bro, <laughs> your face. Anytime we bring up nine lives, bro. Bro, nine lives is the best. I don't know if I'm going to show him nine lives. <laughs> well, let's petition to get you uh, as 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 a voice character on uh, on PJ Masks. My son, by the way, my son's four, and that is one of his favorite shows as well. So definitely oh, understand the uh, the little kid fandom with PJ Masks. Um, Robbie and Mel, we can't thank you enough. You always make time for us on the Raza Mocha Show. You have no idea how much we. You appreciate it um you guys are the best i appreciate you uh wow. resident evil welcome to, to raccoon city on wednesday is when it drops um real quick before we wrap things up one of a movie that has kind of i guess been in all three of our lives for a long time because you've shared the news with us way before it was even released but uh code eight there was talks of a sequel are we getting a sequel to code eight we are in week four of production on the sequel shooting in Toronto right now, oh, wow. it is a Netflix, net, full-blown Netflix, worldwide, global Netflix, everything. They are super pumped about it. We got uh, a ton of the crew back. It's like, it's going so well. The movie's bigger. I'm super, super excited about it. It's going to be awesome. Nice. Great. Love it. Uh, much love to you and your family, Robbie. Thank you so much for uh, for hanging out on the Ross Mocha too. Show. Thank you, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Did you get snow up at your place? Up at my place? No. <laughs> no, did you? Covered. Shut up. I swear. And I live 45 minutes away from here. Hold on. Yeah, that's you. a lot can happen when you go 45 north, though. Um, a lot. Yesterday, 
late afternoon, like 5 p.m. Yeah. It started snowing. And really? stuck to the ground. And when I got up today to leave, the snow was snow. still there. Yes. That's crazy. Like on your car, like you had to like do brush and everything. Really? I put the snow brush in, in my car and I put the brush in Jenna's car. Really? Just in case. Yes. Oh my God, that's incredible. Yeah. You put the brush in your wife's car? I did, yeah. Man, you're such a gentleman. And I, uh, well, now we park in the garage, but at the times where uh, we both had to park outside, yeah. like on the driveway, yeah. before I would leave when I brush my car off, and yeah. I then go and brush her car off. Come on now. Really? That way she doesn't have to yeah, do it. You're such a gentleman. You're such a gentleman. But, um, yeah, there was snow. Yeah. It didn't, when like, you stick- do stuff like that, uh-huh. do you ever get guys being like, oh, man, shut up? When you talk about all the wonderful things you... you- but I don't do... I don't, like... I'm not out, like, hanging with the boys and be like, guys, guess what I did for my wife? <laughs> no, you don't do that? No. Oh, see, I would if I did nice stuff. <laughs> <laughs> guys, let me tell you what I did. Guys, let me tell you what I how, did today. How was your day yesterday? Oh, you yeah, know. Let me, let, me tell you, let me tell you all the wonderful things that I did uh, for, for Catherine today. No, I don't think I <laughs> – but you know what I mean? Because, like, oftentimes, like, people don't want to hear – wonderful things that you've done for your partner uh-huh. oftentimes people are like yo shut up man because it uh-huh. feel that they feel Pressure? no yeah they feel that if their partner hears it uh-huh. that they're going to be then looked at as being lousy mm. well then just right? do better guys well, oh my god or a partner it's this or... you can it's this stuff right now that you're saying <laughs> do better do better no i don't care i don't care if you do it or not i just do it because it's nice it's yeah a nice thing, no, right? no no no. that's great so uh no we got no snow down where i'm still wearing flip-flops yo hold on a second yo what but like last night in my neighborhood yeah like a truck from the city drove yes. by yeah. and like dumped salt like on the road and everything. Really? Yes. You salt on the road? Yes. I was sitting on my stoop hand feeding squirrels yesterday. What? Yes. Are you serious? <laughs> okay, listen, all right. By yourself? So, okay, you want to know? Okay, so you being nice, I'll tell you the difference of our houses, okay, okay, right now. So, you being nice to your wife, scrape off her car, put the uh, um, um, uh, scraper in the car, yeah. take care of all of that stuff, uh-huh. right? In my house, the things I get asked to do is I'm leaving the house, right? Uh-huh. And uh, and Catherine's like, hey, where are you going? I'm like, I just got to go to the store real quick. She's like, grab a, grab a, uh, a handful of peanuts and feed the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> and I look, I'm like, but I'm like, I really, like, I'm on a deadline here. Yeah. And, and in she, your mind, what's going on? When she says those words. In your mind, what are you thinking that you don't say out loud? Okay. In my mind, I'm like, you're crazy. Okay, uh-huh. and then don't I grab a handful of peanuts and walk out the door, and the bloody squirrel is sitting on the stoop on its back legs with its hands up like this, <laughs> waiting, waiting, for, waiting for a peanut. So I squat down. He doesn't run. I hand the squirrel a peanut. Squirrel takes it, eats the peanut, and I leave the others on the stoop for him so he can enjoy them when I'm gone. Right. So that's what I have to do, like to, nice to do thing the- for your wife. Though. Thank you. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yeah, Maury, hello. Storm and Sherman, what's going on? Sorry to intrude. I just want to have a... Sorry to intrude. <laughs> I just want to know. So every year you, you and I... You have two places to sit. You have that place where you are right now, and then you have the other room where you sit in for the rest of the show. Uh-huh. Right. So, okay, go ahead. Intrude away, more. Okay, yes. Okay, sorry to intrude. <laughs> okay, so like every year, Mocha, Roz and I have... Uh... It's not... Like, you never hear anybody say sorry to intrude anymore, huh? No, Like never. at all, no. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Again, yeah. sorry, <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> Every year, Roz and I have like a bet on him making me lasagna if it's minus what do you mean in the bet? minuses. Like if it's what in the minuses for five consecutive days. I don't think days. it's a bet. I think it's, it's an agreement. Bet. It's an agreement. Right, because I don't owe you anything. Okay, so we have an agreement. You, yeah, you put nothing up. No, but well, I would yeah. say it's not really much. It's something that Matthew you beg for every that. single every, every single year. year. And yeah. Roz says if it's consecutively in the minuses for five consecutive days, <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> yeah. Then I get lasagna. Mocha just said it yeah. feels like minus something. Yeah, but not feels like. So it has to actually be in the minuses. Yeah, like right now it's minus three. Right. Oh, it's right now it's minus three. Right. But what is the high for today? Three degrees. There you go. So today doesn't count. Well, I don't know what you want from me, man. Sorry lasagna. to intrude. But <laughs> <laughs> just because Roz makes the best lasagna. Okay, so just to, to fill people in, right? The best. I, I make I make a good I make a decent lasagna. The best, do, right? I make a decent lasagna. I agree. And uh, and so oftentimes I would bring in like I'll post I I stop posting pictures of basically everything because Maury <laughs> comments, yeah, right? And, and it does, and it doesn't matter what I do. Even like it doesn't matter what I do. The the comment on my social media, Maury always seems to soil my feed, right? Mm. Um, and so, so then, what, what? So then, I can't comment. No, I just everyone I, I, comments. I know, but there's something about yours that just like so. Anyway, so like you can I, always block them. Okay, I don't want to block the guy. Oh dear God, I don't want to. Oh my God, please. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you look at him? Yo, that one time right. as a joke. Yeah, more I, I block Maury. Right. I resigned for the day. Okay. And he was devastated. Yeah, I know. I know. You know what would happen if we, <laughs> if I blocked Maury? I'll tell you exactly what would happen. Okay. Is that that couch behind Damon Maury right now? Yeah. We would finish being on the radio. Uh-huh. Maury would literally walk over to that couch, yeah. lie down, and his therapist would walk through the room. Like he would be here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like he would just, he would be like in the building <laughs> constantly. Um, no, so it has to be five consecutive days of minus temperatures, like all day. A- any minus. No, we minus five. Any man. minus. Oh, like instead it could be minus zero or minus one. Minus zero. <laughs> no such thing. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, intrude, but no such thing. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh boy. Oh boy. What? Um, big up to my Raptors. Uh, they were in Indiana last night. Mm-hmm. Won that game. Um, one twenty six. One thirteen. Sorry, Raptors beat the Grizzlies. Okay. Sorry, it was Memphis. They were playing. I bring up Indiana because they're on my mind right now. I'll get to that in a second. Okay. But Raptors beat the Grizzlies 126-113. We play the Pacers tomorrow night. So the Lakers beat the Pacers last night in overtime, 124-116. Two minutes left in the game, and major drama takes place on the court. Excuse me? LeBron James has two fans who are sitting courtside kicked out of the game. No. Yes. No fans. Two fans. It was a guy and a girl. Like a fan of LeBron? No, they were Indiana fans. Gotcha. Okay. 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 So it was a guy and a girl. Young guy, young girl. Okay. Yeah. So here's how it played out on television. Call it what you want. What what is LeBron looking for? Oh, somebody is. We got a fan that's, that's. it got a little unruly, and LeBron is pointing it out to the officials. And what they're going to do is they're going to put these, put them out. 
I don't know. Clearly, I wouldn't know what they said. They're on the other side of the court, but they're putting them out. So these two fans get ejected, Jeez. and as they're walking out, the female fan is doing the 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 fake crying. She puts her hands <laughs> up, like the, the moon, yeah, to LeBron, yeah, to awesome. everybody, right? Awesome, yeah. But nobody knew what was going on. Like you just figure, there fans at a game were just like chirping, went whatever. a little too far, went a little bit too far. Yeah. So then, when that story came out, this emerges. I'm going to read to you what allegedly someone who was there said happened. Okay. 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 This person said, I was there. It was more than those two, but they were the loudest. The girl said, I hope Bronny dies in a car wreck. (laughs) Bronny is LeBron James' son. Oh, my God. But do you think she was talking about LeBron or his son? I think she's talking about his son. You think she was talking about his son? name is Bronny. I know, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I know. Definitely I, yeah. Bronny. Yeah. Uh, and then the guy kept chirping, making like a chicken sound, going, Bronny's a B, 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 B. Like, I don't think, honestly, I don't think they're talking about his son. I think they're talking about LeBron James. Let me continue. Okay. Uh, this person said it was very weird, and they were asked by staff to cool it once <laughs> or twice, but Jesus. hey. People are animals. Uh, another person who was at the game, allegedly, said this. She said, I hope your kids die oh. and you get COVID. Oh, Jesus and then, Christ. And then spit. And this person said, spit. I was right like she there. she said spit literally. or she spit? No, she then spit. Oh, Jesus. People are animals. So I think that Absolute. when they were saying Bronny, they knew <laughs> what they were saying. And Absolute they were animals, Targeting man. his kid. And, and and like and they're sitting where like right courtside right there. I'm really? not talking like courtside. You're sitting like maybe three row two back, or three. Yeah. They were sitting. Their feet were on the court. Right. Normally, normally people who behave like that don't get those seats. You know. No. Like they had to have been friends or I don't know kids of somebody who like it's wild to me owns those seats. Right. Yeah. Like it. it this this or like, the kids of a. You know, maybe their 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 parent has a friend who owns those seats. Yeah, but it's and it's oftentimes like when you when you get those seats, that's realistically, you know, I would say most likely not the first game you've ever gone to. No, right? Not like at all. that is. Uh, so they got kicked out. They got kicked out Jesus, of last night's game. Yeah, man. the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, Christmas look, Eve is uh, yeah. one month away now. There is a website called reviews.org, and they are looking for what they call a chief holiday cheermeister. And the job role is that you have to watch 25 holiday movies in 25 days, and with that comes a paycheck of $2,500, which I think is pretty low. What's the significance of watching that many movies? Um, It's just to give reviews, help them out with reviews for their website. And it's also just a stunt to promote their website. Right? Okay, thank you. Uh, in addition to the cash, you'll also get a free one-year subscription to seven streaming services. Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, HBO Max, Apple TV, and also the Hallmark Holiday Channel. The Hallmark Channel. Ah, it's the holidays, for God's sake, yeah. Uh, so you get to pick the movies. Oh. Yep. And... All you have to do is fill out like a short survey after you're done watching the movies. I couldn't even name. I was trying to my best 
to go through just off the top of my head i couldn't even name 25 holiday movies 25. but then when i go to their like website 25 christmas movies yeah but then when i go to their website they have like a whole bunch listed i'm like oh yeah i totally forgot yeah uh, i think that that would be easy yeah so like they have here listed home alone frosty the snowman the santa claus elf uh, christmas story rudolph the red-nosed reindeer polar express the holiday christmas with the cranks hilarious by love the way. christmas with the i cranks. love that movie uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Four Christmases, Last Holiday. Christmas with the Cranks when she goes and gets a spray tan and he goes and gets uh, Botox? Yeah. <laughs> and then something happens at the spray they're, tan place. Yeah. And then she comes out in her bikini. Yeah. And, and then, she, like, the, the, their, um, their, their, their priest their, comes their in. Priest yes. at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just casually walking into the suntan yeah. place. Oh, my God. That is such a classic. I love Christmas yeah. with the Cranks. That's such a good movie. Yeah, man. Um, Jeez, I'm trying to think. What else? Like, there's Love Actually oh, on this hey, list. Well, you, know what I, you know what else I always watch? Well, what? one's Deck the Halls. Deck the. I think halls. that was the one I was just going to talk about. Which is the um, which is the uh, the uh, Schwarzenegger Sin- Christmas movie? Jingle all the way. Yes, jingle, jingle all the way. way. Thank you. Deck the Halls isn't that with Sinbad? Oh, maybe. Deck the Halls. Hold on, let me just see real quick. What's that, Maury? They forget Scrooge done Well, that no, list. I don't think they forgot. I think it's on the list. We just haven't got there yet. That one's epic. I don't watch that anymore. And plus, Home Alone, I guess, would take up two Oh, places. Danny DeVito yeah. and Matthew Broderick, Deck the Halls. Deck the Halls? I don't know if I've seen Yeah, I think Deck I've halls, seen that man. once where yeah. they're just like dueling neighbors, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, those are my favorite Christmas movies, right? Yeah. When there's a little bit of war involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of, like, some sort of rivalry. I like, uh, I like those. Uh, but yeah, no, Jingle All the Way is uh, is a great one. That's when he's got to get his kid the uh, Action Man. Was it Action Man? Action, the Action Man doll, and Schwarzenegger, who's just like a real busy businessman, uh-huh. uh, forgets to get the Action Man figure. I and think there was like one left. At the store and, or no, it's because Sinbad's in this one too, uh-huh. where Schwarzenegger and Sinbad Sinbad spend the whole movie fighting over like the the last Action Man doll. Right? I've never seen this. You've never seen it? I've never seen no. it. I know the oh. movie, but I've never watched oh, it. Oh, first of all, okay, I, I may be pumping its tires a little too hard here. <laughs> it is quite terrible. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, however, yeah, however, as a lot of Christmas movies are, uh-huh. uh, sometimes terrible is exactly what you're looking for. Okay. Right. Uh, so there's this website again, reviews.org. They're looking for a chief holiday cheermeister yes. to watch 25 movies in 25 days, and the gig uh, pays 2500 bucks plus right. year subscription to like seven different streaming services. TV channels haven't started playing like actual Christmas movies yet. Hallmark's playing Christmas movies, right. but Elf, Home Alone and stuff haven't been on yet. Yeah, I had just, to you pay. know how old you just sound right now? When's the last time on the show somebody just said TV channels haven't started? <laughs> <laughs> I scroll through waiting so for them. Old man, like you're so old. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. Hey, it's Razamoka. Don't need to know your name, but what do you want to vent about? Uh, so I was talking to this guy for about four or five months in university, and I met him in my program. And we were going out to dinner and a couple things to catch up on school and stuff. And then all of a sudden, this girl comes over and starts kissing him. And I was like, what is going on at this dinner? And it was his girlfriend. And then she came with all of his friends. And I found out he's been dating a girl for three years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, so you guys were on a date though right like yeah it, we were at a restaurant had you guys messed around at all uh pardon oh sorry <laughs> okay right we're not um, really I, allowed I, to ask I, questions I, I know i know but i just need to know like I, I need to know why it was so shocking like had you guys established anything between the two of you 
So we were talking and going on dates for four months, and we were in a program oh. of only 10 people. So I would see him oh, Monday to Friday every day. Okay, let me try and get the story out of you here, okay? So, Even though we're not supposed to ask okay, questions. I know, no, no, no. <laughs> but but I, I, so four months together, right? What, yeah. ha- what happened in that four months that made it so shocking to you that it, when his girlfriend showed up? It was just like constant dates, constant texting, and then we see each other Monday to Friday in our small program, and we would go out to, to bars on the weekend with our friends, and like none of his friends said anything. Go on. So what was in his texts? It, it would be like, oh, like just intimate things like, how is it? going how's your day-to-day like are you doing okay should we study homework together like what are you doing this weekend like do you want to come out with my friends when when he kissed her when she showed up at the restaurant and he kissed her did he say anything to you uh he was like this is my girlfriend so-and-so and she came with her friends as well and you were oh, just damn. and you were just at that point expected to be cool about it yeah, yeah. I mean, I played it off pretty well where I shook her hand and I was like, oh, we're just talking about our program. Do you want to sit down? And, and, and so... So what? you invited her to seat at the table. So um, what's the relationship now? Um, I am actually dating his best friend. Oh! <laughs> now, here, I need, you to, I, need you to, I need you to get some more stuff off your chest, okay? Wow. Uh, what makes the best friend better than that guy? Um... He is more hopefully honest, um, and uh, to be honest, it's just because it's his best friend. <laughs> oh, savage. <laughs> so you're doing it out of spite. Okay, okay. That you. was quite the vented moment. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, guys. I needed to get that off my chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good for you. Take care, girl. Thank you. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, so Keanu Reeves sat down with Esquire. Um, oh, to fancy. sort of like go through his favorite movies and what he's got coming up because he's got the new Matrix movie coming out, right? Right. Everybody, yeah, everybody loves Keanu Reeves. Uh, so two things of note that came out of this. One is, will Keanu ever join the MCU? Because I know a lot of people have been saying that really the only one left of all of that who should be somewhere in the MCU mm-hmm. is Keanu Reeves. And I guess he's just got other stuff going on. But here's Keanu's uh, thoughts on whether or not he would join the MCU. Are you ever going to join the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Isn't it bigger than a universe? It's almost like a multiverse. It's a Marvel verse. <laughs> um, you know, it would be an honor. There's uh, some really amazing directors and visionaries, and, you know, they're doing something no one's really ever done. It's special in that sense, in terms of the scale, the ambition, the production. So it would be cool to be a part of that. Oh, uh, he'll be in a movie one day. Has to. And yeah. and the big one. So for years, did you ever see Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula? With Tom Cruise? No, um, it was it was Francis Ford Coppola's. Yes, it was. I saw it one was, with Tom Cruise. The, no, this was the one with Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder. No, you never saw this uh-uh. one. So it was Francis Ford Coppola, uh, nineteen ninety two, right? And the story was that there's a scene in that film where a younger Keanu Reeves and a younger Winona Ryder. 
um, there's a wedding scene that they had to have filmed. And mm-hmm. the story was that the way that Winona Ryder tells it is that she considers her and Keanu Reeves after having filmed that scene to be married. And she's been saying this for years. What? So here's Keanu Reeves on whether he is technically married to Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder, I've been married to Keanu Reeves since we started 1992's Dracula. Are you and Winona Ryder technically married? We did a whole take of a marriage ceremony with real priests. Oh. Winona says we are. Coppola says we are. So I guess we're married. (laughs) Under the eyes of God. Whoa. I didn't know they used. (laughs) So is that how that works? I mean, I know that there's no license and stuff, but if you stand in front of an actual priest and do the, the sort of I do's, can you like, consider your Like, did they sign paperwork? Married? But they didn't submit paperwork. But they anywhere. weren't even themselves. They were characters. They were characters, yeah. But Winona Ryder has always said, she's been saying since 1992 that she's married to Keanu Reeves. And is, are either of them with, like, somebody well, Keanu has never been married. Oh, maybe he has, but I think he is with somebody now. I don't know who Winona Ryder's with. But Keanu the, Reeves, apparently. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, yo, hurry up. What am I Wait, doing? Waiting. Oh, right. Sorry, my bad. Uh, hey, Mocha. <laughs> just kidding. Jesus, man. I like stress I'm you like, out every now and then. <laughs> I don't like the stress. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, Taylor Swift now has the longest number one song ever. And this does, I kept hearing huh? this headline today, which I, I was like, well, it's, how can it be the longest? Like things have been at number one forever, but no, the actual longest song, because um, all too well, Taylor's version is 10 minutes and 13 seconds, which is number one. So it's actually the longest song oh, runtime. to ever be number one. Um, other tracks uh, that have been of uh, some sort of notable length. Temptations had a song that was six minutes and 57 seconds. The Beatles, Hey Jude, was seven minutes and 11 seconds. American Pie, which Mocha you might know from American Pie, mm. was eight minutes, 37 wow. seconds. Wow. But also the other record, though. Do you know what American Pie? Do you know that song, American Pie? I think so. How would it go? American Pie, American Pie. I love me a bite of American Pie, USA. Okay. Um, very, can you harmonize with that for me, Shem, please? Okay, go. How does American Pie go? Yeah. How does American Pie go? You start, Mocha. It goes, yeah. American Pie. American pie, love me a bite of that American pie, USA. Okay, now play the clip of actual American pie. Oh, do we have that? Yeah, you have that, right? Yes, you have that. Okay, because I know, like, I don't know if you're trolling me right now or Mm -hmm. if you legitimately think that that's what American pie sounds like. Do you know who sings American pie? If I told, if I said Don McLean, would you know who I'm talking about? You have no idea. Isn't there Hockey Night Canada? No, that's Ron McLean. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> this is the worst news ever. Nobody knows anything. Nobody, nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knows anything. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> 
Oh, what a disaster. Oh, I've heard this before. Yes. For the movie American Pie. <laughs> right? I don't know. But now do you know this song? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Not really. No, not really. You don't know it oh, at all. Oh, this is my part. Yeah. American Pie. American Pie. Love me a slice of that American Pie USA. Okay, no. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So while we were all sleeping, uh, NASA launched a spacecraft on a mission to smash into an asteroid and test whether uh, it could be possible to... Uh, knock a speeding space rock off course if it was headed to Earth, threatening our existence. What do you hold on? Why? What do you mean if it was so, heading? To uh, okay, Earth? so because why would they be messing with the with the uh, what is it asteroid? Yeah. Why would they be messing with it if it wasn't on course? To well, hit could, Earth? well, could because you got to test the tech. Oh, right. Mm, so, so they piggybacked on a SpaceX uh, craft, and they're launching this like ship that's the size i guess of a small refrigerator okay and it's gonna dis- like a bar fridge yeah like a bar fridge okay. right it's gonna disconnect from the spacex ship mm-hmm. and then travel through space for i don't know how long but in september of next year yeah. this little tiny craft bar fridge is going to smash into an asteroid that is 525 feet across traveling at 24,000 kilometers an hour and then what and then knock it off its course you mean to tell me a small little bar fridge yeah bar fridge x yes is gonna hit an asteroid yes. and knock it off course. Absolutely. That's not going to happen. Well, it would just be like if something that size hit Earth, it would take out, it could only be 500 feet wide, but it would take out, you know, an entire province, I think. Right? You know what I mean? It's like speeds and mass and impact. And I'm sure they got it all figured all that out, other the stuff over there. Uh, yeah, but the one thing that didn't work out for them is um, the one of the heads of NASA, uh, a guy named Bill uh, Nelson, uh, said that they did actually invite Bruce Willis to the launch. Um, of course they did. Saying that uh, we didn't want to miss out on that connection, but um, but Bruce Willis declined their invitation and was not oh, at the you? launch. Armageddon. Thank this you. This is your thing, right? man. I know, I know. Anyway. Did they ask Ben Affleck if you wanted no, to No, they didn't. He's busy. None of them? He's busy. Yeah, he's not busy. Even, they couldn't even get Steve Buscemi, huh? No, I, no, he's busy too. But I like Liv Tyler, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, I know she didn't go. Right? But she would be like all lovingly, longingly looking up as yeah. her dad and her boyfriend all go off to save the Yo, earth classic and everything movie, else. Man. Classic joint. Uh, anyway, so that happened while you were sleeping. I love that. Uh, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Jared Leto was on Ellen DeGeneres yesterday. Two things that we learned about Jared Leto. One is that he eats naked. Huh? Yes. Besides yeah. showering, name three things you do naked. I, I sleep. Uh-huh. Um, one. I, I eat. Mm-hmm. You eat naked? I eat naked often. We will see you with a crouton naked sometimes? <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah, sometimes at the soup plantation. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. Uh, and the third thing, the place you see me naked is probably making a uh, whoopee. Oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Duh. Right? What is he, Maury? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep the shirt on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Come on, man. That's rude. 
That's rude. No, That's rude. It. He has a special shirt too. It's like remember remember in gym years. Remember in gym when you uh, when they wanted to divide kids into two teams and you would have to wear that penny. Yeah. Remember that stupid penny that you put over your head that had those Maury, laces. You that don't were have never, a bedroom that, penny, do you? Do you, Maury, Do you have a whoopee penny? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Oh no. I get the whoopee penny. Trademark that for me more. Call my lawyer, okay? <laughs> uh, the other thing we learned about Jared Leto was that he actually used to work at a movie theater and actually got fired from that job at the movie theater. It's a true story. Quite shocking. I think audiences will be very surprised. It's in theaters, which is fun to Talk have a film House that's exclusively in theaters. Yep. And I'm excited about that because I yep. love I love going to the movies. I actually worked at a movie theater when I was a kid. And I got fired for selling uh, weed out the back door. Oh. I was just you were, you were, an entrepreneur. And, you were hustling. That's you were right. Trying to sell popcorn and weed at the same time. What's wrong with that? They go well together. Yeah, right. Exactly. Some say. Y'all, facts. Right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Michael Strahan's actually going up in the um, Jeff Bezos rocket. I don't know how, like, does the he wiener pay, rocket? The wiener rocket. Yeah, Did they're he putting have to pay. Or well, is he here, listen to this clip, and then you tell me whether you think he's paying. Because in less no. than three weeks, on December 9th, I will be blasting off in the next Blue Origin <laughs> space launch. <laughs> there you go. Whoa. Whoa. You're a brave man, Michael. <laughs> How did this all happen? Well, Blue Origin, they approached me and they asked if, if I wanted to be a crew member. And without hesitation, I said yes. To me, it doesn't sound like he's paying. He's not paying. No. I think, what's the show that he's on? Is it uh, on Good Morning America? Good Morning America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's because they know that he's on every single day. So yeah. this is like three weeks, every single weekday yeah. of getting press talking about shooting up in that not rocket. Michael Strahan uh, will become the tallest person ever to oh, go God. to space. This is what we're doing now? We the are breaking records. 6'5". The uh, previous uh, tallest astronaut was 6'4". <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Oh, let me, what time do you eat? Like on a big holiday, like let's say Christmas or Thanksgiving in the States or Thanksgiving up here. When there's a big meal to be had, mm-hmm. right? Like it's the family meal. Yeah. What time are you sitting down? Down. What is your preferred time to sit down and oh, eat that giant meal? Like five. Five? Yeah, between four and five. Because normally you you like to eat early. Oh, yeah. I eat dinner at like four o'clock every day. Right. Okay. Or 4.30. I, I'm a late sort of You person. eat at like nine o'clock yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if I had my way, eight o'clock is dinner time, right? Eight wow. o'clock. Yeah. Eight, to me, eight o'clock is dinner time. And uh, Cat, Catherine, Catherine and Roxy eat if, at... If, Cat, if I made dinner for 3 p.m. every day, Catherine would be the happiest woman in the world. Nice. 3 p.m. Yeah. Uh, so here is uh, Kevin Hart when he found out what time uh, Ryan Seacrest has Thanksgiving dinner. What time do you have your meal? We're black, so we go late. We're not, <laughs> Thank we're not you. early. <laughs> Dinner should be late. What Dinner's- time do you eat? 2.30. 2. 2.30. Oh you 2:30. eat at 2.30? Yeah, the average American eats at 4. Are you kidding me? No, it's I can come to mine and yours. Dinner's at like 8. We well, eat at 8 p.m. You got it all wrong. Thank no, you. 8 p.m. And before that, like, Cocktails it's about... Cocktails at 6. Yeah, you drank. I didn't mean to upset you. I'm just I telling really you what time right. I eat. I really got upset just now. Two. I want to go punch you. Thank you. He's about you. to come across the crypto arena here. And- oh, my God. I will be so upset. Yeah. Okay. 2.30 <laughs> for dinner Bruh. is a little too early for me. No, thanks. No, thanks. I'm with Kevin Hart on this one. 
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Lady Gaga on Stephen Colbert. Um, so much has been made about Gaga sort of taking the method acting route when it came to uh, House of Gucci. There's the stories that she didn't break accent or character for like nine months uh, leading up to the film. And uh, listen, the way it goes is that anybody who says that they're a method actor, you're automatically perceived as being weird, right? Mm -hmm. Because you just hear these stories over the years of like actors pulling out their own teeth and Stuff like this. And Getting really, into character. Yeah, just like really going for it. Um, Gaga wants you to say, Mamma Mia. Look at me, I'm a poison. So here's Gaga on Method. <sighs> I think that there's a sort of uh, idea around Method acting that it's crazy. Yeah. And that we're crazy. Yeah. But I think that for those of us that commit ourselves to Method acting, that there's something about us that's just fully committing ourselves to the art on a cellular level, that we're, we're deeply entrenched in this immersive experience. I feel it when I sing, I feel it when I make music, and I feel it when I'm acting. And with Patricia, it was much easier for me to stay in character all the time. When I called my mother, when I called my father. So you're in not only in the, in the reality of the character, you're actually in the accent at the same time, living your life. How does your family take this? Well, I did both. So the way that I would explain it to you is if I were to call you on the phone, I would have spoken to you just like this. I wouldn't have pretended that I'm Patricia. You just would have been like, oh, I'm on the phone with Patricia. <laughs> And then with my, when I would call my mom. <laughs> she hired people to kill her husband. You can understand why it would make people nervous. Mm. Like gangs in New York. When Daniel Day-Lewis was in gangs in New York, okay, he's so method that when he was in gangs in New York, not only did he train to be a butcher because he played Bill the Butcher. Yeah. Uh, that he strolled around Rome, where the movie was filmed, picking fights with strangers. What? He also wore an extremely thin, barely there woolen coat rather than a modern-made winter coat, a warmer one, because his reasoning was a poor 19th century New Yorker wouldn't have had access to such luxuries. And he ended up getting pneumonia. What? Yes. Method acting, huh? Method, yeah. Uh, not on the same level, but another method actor, yeah. John Krasinski. Jim from The Office. Method? To, to prepare for his role of playing a paper salesman. Yeah? He went to an actual paper company. Paper Shut company. up. Did he really? Yeah. No, he didn't. Are and you lying? trolling me no, right I now? I swear. And he hung out at the, <laughs> at the paper company? At this paper company <laughs> to see how they did, <laughs> how they did sales. <laughs> so you can get into the role of Jim. <laughs> I know, that's not exactly the same. To, to get into the role of Jim? Yeah. Wow. He went and hung out at a paper company. Wow. I think he could have just went and hung out anywhere <laughs> to get in the, the mindset of Jim. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, uh, so, hey, kids around here can get their uh, COVID shot today. Mm -hmm. Little arms, as they say. Don't, listen, if you work in a news organization, because I know there's a lot of people that work in news and work for the television networks and stuff like that that listen to this show, okay? You have to stop saying jabbing little arms, okay? I know. Terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Or or like little people. Like you can't, you can't say that stuff, right? It's very cringy. Yeah, or sticking needles into children. Stop saying that too. Yeah. All you have to do is right? say, hey, kids Ki age 5, five to 12, 11. Why do 11, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Eligible for, for, for COVID shots. Thank you. Appointments open. Thank you. Don't make it cute, right? Mm. Don't say, oh, my God, people are going to be, city workers are going to be so busy today sticking needles into children, right? Don't say mm. stuff like that, man. 
And then saying jabs and little arms. Send That's the, the one yeah, that gets And stop me. saying jabbing little arms, right? I agree. It's not cool. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. It doesn't make it cute, right? And it does the exact opposite of what you think it does. You think it's like sort of like endearing and, oh, like the kid's turn. You think you're friendlying the whole thing up? No. You're not. You're not. It's you're awful. Not th- you're not thinking about the kid, like no, from the kid's perspective. No kid no. likes getting a, I heard a one, needle. I heard one right? yesterday where somebody said people are going to be busy sticking needles into children. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's not cool. It's not cool. Like, as adults, we understand. But you also have to think from that child's perspective, who might be terrified. Bro. Most kids just hate needles. Yeah. yeah. Right? Also, so, I, don't, I don't even know if they care, but it's not cute. It's not doing the thing that you think it's doing, okay? Yeah. <laughs> jabbing, Everybody. Jabbing, Everybody. Yeah. Jabbing little arms. Every news news organization. That includes print. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, but uh, Kanye West was down in Los Angeles on uh, Skid Row doing, uh, they do the Los Angeles Mission Annual Thanksgiving event. Mm-hmm. And according to Kanye, that it's God's will that he and Kim Kardashian will be back together and uh, it will be God that brings him back home. He knows she got a boyfriend, all right? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't, maybe Kanye is just like so sure of himself that like it doesn't matter. Like when when he's ready to... Yeah, but she gave him a hickey. Yeah, I know. She, they gave Pete Davidson a hickey. But listen, the one thing I found weird about this was Kanye refers to he and Kim as Kim Ye. Really? <laughs> yeah. Listen In all to this. relationships, we've made mistakes. I've made mistakes. I've publicly done things that were not acceptable as a husband. But I'm here to change that narrative. I'm not letting E write the narrative of my family. I'm not letting Hulu write the narrative of my family. I'm not letting Disney write the narrative of my family. Talk to him, Ye. I am the priest of my home. I am the priest of my home. I am the priest of my home. I have to be next to my children as much as possible. So when I'm out the house, I got a house right next to the house. Oh. But I need to be back at home. Why is that? I'm saying it's I because if the enemy can separate Kimye, there's going to be millions of families that feel like that separation is okay. But when the kingdom, when God, who is already one and is so, brings Kimye together, see? there's going to be millions of families that are going to be influenced and see that they can overcome the work is a separation of trauma of the devil that's used to capitalize and keep people in misery while people stand or step over homeless people to go to the Gucci store. So, yeah, it's God's will that they're going to be back together, apparently. That's what he wants. Yeah. I'm not going to... Jeez, man. I'm not going to clown on a guy that just wants to be back with his family. Well, no, right? I'm not going to clown on a guy, but um, there's... Here's the only thing, though. Here's the only like, thing. Like, I understand he wants to. Right. That hickey on, on Pete's neck says quite different. Right? <laughs> also, this part right here. Of trauma of the devil that's used to capitalize and keep people in misery while people stand or step over homeless people to go to the Gucci store. Okay. Talking about people stepping over the homeless to go to the Gucci store. Correct. Gucci, yes. very high price. Yes. Kanye, man. Yeah. Your Yeezys cost weight. Your sneakers. Right? Right. Back when you first got into the sneaker game, you said you wanted to make sneakers affordable for everybody. Yeah. How much are you a pair of Yeezys? Oh, like four hundred bucks. Four hundred dollars. Yeah. Really? And then your Gap clothing? Yeah. Oh yeah. How much is that puffer jacket? Wasn't it very expensive for yeah. Gap? Like, yeah. Like, don't 
And then it, and it was just a jacket with no zipper, right? I don't right. even think it did up. Oh, like a giant garbage bag, like an inflated yeah. car- garbage bag. <laughs> yeah. like, come on, man. Yeah, I know, but you can't it, make statements like that and then look at the price tag of what you're trying to sell us. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this why this is why Pete Davidson wants to take it slow. You know what I mean? Because you got like, you know, you don't, <laughs> don't want to. I'll be a, I'll be a, I'll, like, I'll be a speed bump, but I'm not being a roadblock. You know what I mean? Like I'll. Uh, Kanye can step over. He might trip a little bit, but I ain't preventing him from doing anything. Well, as he's tripping, he's going to see that hickey on the neck, though, still. Exactly. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, End of August 2022. That is the new date for when the Eglinton Crosstown LRT could be complete. Could. Not Uh, is. Report posted uh, last week from the credit rating agency Moody's shows Metrolinks and Crosslinks have reached a new settlement that, if approved, would set a new timetable to complete the project. It would also see uh, the province pay more money to finish the job. So there you go. That ain't happening. August 31st, 2022. That's what they're saying. Man, I feel so bad for all those because I drive down Eglinton every now and then. Yeah. And all those businesses. Every single time I drive by, another one was like shut down. Oh, have you seen Queen Street? You haven't been downtown in a long time, mm-hmm. huh? I, I know dr- Queen I is to, a mess to, because to, of the uh, bro. they're doing street car track yeah, work yeah. again. And, and I'm gonna listen. I understand that. Like, I understand the argument for streetcars. Okay, environment. You can carry more people. Blah 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 blah. All of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm telling you, with buses, you don't have to rip up Queen and King every three years. This is a it's an, it is an absolute disaster, and and to me it ca- I can't help but wonder when I look at the disaster that is King Street all the time and Queen Street all the time, like somebody it's a hustle, man. It's a shakedown. There, why are you constantly hiring people to do a job that only lasts a couple of years? It's I, crazy to me. So I the have amount a of, of money that I don't know, man. I have a couple of thoughts. Number yeah. one. Should not be done right now. I feel terrible for those businesses in that neighborhood that need the foot traffic. Dude, started in February. Right? To get in there. Thank you. Especially when the world is slowly opening up and these businesses are now only trying to to recoup. So I definitely don't agree with that. Number two, hold on, Mari. Number two is the fact that what I think is happening is every year they get the budget to spend on X amount of things. So now we're coming up to the close of the end of the year, and they figure, well, we haven't spent this much budget yet. No. We need to use this money it's so that crazy. we can get the same, if not more, next year. Because if we come in under budget, then the people that give us this money are going to say, well, yeah. you didn't use all of your budget, and you still got all these projects done. Here's yeah. less the following year. Yeah. That's what yeah. I think is happening. Like, Toronto has a lot of cool things, right? And Toronto has a lot of lame things, right? Cool thing. We in this city have a strip joint attached to a church. Same building, right? Hallelujah. That's very cool. We don't celebrate that enough. I don't think we talk about that enough. Amen. Lame things we have in this city. We have a dead-end highway called Allen, right? That's it lame. End. It just ends. It's lame, mm-hmm. okay? It's a highway named Allen, and it's a dead-end highway, <laughs> right? Oh, sorry to all the Allens <laughs> right? out there. But it's lame. That's lame. <laughs> That's one of the lame things in the city. Also, streetcars are cool. You come here, people are like, oh, the trolley. I like when Americans call it a trolley, right? Uh-huh. Until you realize what it does to Queen Street right before the holidays, Yeah, right? It's ridiculous, Maury. I was just going to say, not defending the streetcars at all, but I saw some smart guy on the TV say that the reason they're doing it now is because they can't do it in places like February because the temperature has to be a certain temperature for the concrete. Well, you don't do it. You don't do it coming out of a pandemic uh, right before Four the holidays. Weeks into, before nah, Christmas. Yeah, you don't. 
You don't. That's end, of year, that's end of year money that needs spending. Exactly. That's exactly what that is. <sighs> Anyhow, I need a shower now. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Drake and Adele are actually like really, really good friends. And Adele's talking about well, it again. I thought, I honestly thought you were saying that they've announced that they're a couple. Who, <laughs> Drake and Adele? Yeah. No, the way you said with, the way you no, set it up. I like her boyfriend. I like her. I like her boyfriend. Somebody, right, yeah, right, right, right. yeah. He seems like a he seems like a decent enough guy, right? Uh, this is Adele on uh, on a recent podcast talking uh, about uh, exactly that friendship and how they rely on each other. Do you two normally give each other advice or feedback before releasing music? Not always before releasing. It was just you know we, we definitely spoke a bit about it this time um, because you know releasing music during a global pandemic is like no one's done it before like you know so um but we always yeah we always talk about work stuff and you know get each other's opinions on it and stuff like that and it's um it's one of the reasons I love being friends with him is because being able to like have access to someone that really does know you know a lot of what it's like sort of you know to be you and and stuff like that and He's also very, like, he decides everything, and it, it can be quite daunting sometimes to be, you know, make sure that you're across all of that stuff and everything like that. So, um, yes, we definitely have confided in each other over, like, um, well, I've certainly confided in him about, like, how I want to do things. Do I think it's possible, like, you know, with the way that the world is right now? But he's great. He's absolutely great. So that was on the uh, Spout podcast. Um, but, yeah, friendship is uh, legit, huh? Good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. A guy on Jeopardy last night got one of the lowest scores of all time, a guy named Matt King. So Matt got um, uh, eight questions right, mm-hmm. ten questions wrong. Mm. And so here's a little bit of uh, of Matt King just sort of, like he starts off like on a real high note, and then it all just goes to hell. Matt. What is War of the Worlds? Yes, you're on the board. No. Oh. What is the North Platte? No, I'm sorry. Oh. Matt. Who is Kavanaugh? No. <laughs> Matt, where do we start? Let's do the body human for 2,000. This gland under the brain, in a structure called the cella tersica, Hmm. produces luteinizing hormone to regulate the gonads. Matt. (laughs) What is the hypothalamus? No. That's the like, like I don't like. I, here's my thing with Jeopardy, right? Is that I don't feel like I've, I'm not judging this guy at all for getting the the super low score they did. Jeopardy's very difficult. Oh yeah, like it's not like one of these things where you're watching somebody and they blow a real easy answer. No, like, it's not I like don't, what is the ear? What stimulates the gonads? First of all, if you asked me that question in high school, I would never would have stopped laughing. <laughs> Right. If you ask me what stimulates the gonads when I was in grade nine, I maybe would have stopped laughing after graduating grade 12. (laughs) Right. Not even. Okay. Not even. Uh, But anyway, so Matt finished with a negative six thousand four hundred dollars. Does he have to give that money to them? (laughs) No, they give you a thousand dollars just for playing. But his final Jeopardy score was minus sixty four hundred. So here is uh, uh, Ken Jennings letting him uh, letting him go. Amy in the lead with 23,800. Genesis in second place. Wow. Matt, I'm afraid you took your swings. That's, that's a strategy. It didn't always pay off. You were close so many times, but we're going to have to say goodbye to you here. You'll finish in third place. Uh, the lowest score ever on Jeopardy actually just happened recently. It was when LeVar Burton was guest hosting. Uh, somebody got uh, minus $7,400. And then uh, right before that was somebody with minus 68. So as bad as Matt King did, he is uh, tied for third lowest in Ooh, Jeopardy that history. Hurts right in the gonads. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
Uh, so Aaron Rodgers uh, hurt his toe, and people were, uh, I guess, accusing him of having COVID toe. Oh, is or that maybe, still a thing? Maybe I didn't he even made know. a joke. So I didn't know what COVID toe was, and then I had to go back to articles from like 2020 where they were talking to dermatologists at the beginning of the outbreak, and uh, a dermatologist that the New York Times talked to uh, said that before the coronavirus outbreak, this is according to Dr. Uh, Lindy Fox, a dermatologist in San Francisco, she used to see four or five patients a year with chillblains. Chillblains, C-H-I-L-B-L-A-I-N-S, chillblains, which are painful red and purple lesions that typically emerge on fingers or toes in the winter. Um, But then when coronavirus hit, she said that she was seeing dozens of patients a week, Mm. as were other dermatologists across the U.S. COVID toes. So they said it was COVID toes. And I guess Aaron Rodgers hurt his toe. But because Aaron Rodgers unvaccinated and had COVID, everybody was accusing him of having COVID toe. So he does an interview where he takes his shoe off to prove that he doesn't have COVID toe. So here's Aaron Rodgers. Do you have COVID toe? I'm glad you asked. Uh, just toe. so I could show you the lesions on my foot here, Rob. So oh, if I have enough room oh, on this camera, gross. let me see if I could. Oh, oh, there's no lesions whatsoever. <laughs> oh, what a surprise. Now, that's actually called disinformation when you perpetuate false information about an individual. I have a fractured toe. Uh, so I expect a full apology from uh, Molly Knight and whoever her editors was. I did get a kick out of reading that article. I mentioned yesterday that it's you know worse than a turf toe, and it must be a bone issue. I can't believe I have to, again, come on here and talk about my medical information. But, yeah, I have a fractured toe. I've never heard of COVID toe before. I have no lesions on my feet. Mm, I don't mm. know, man. Sounds like COVID toe to me. <laughs> have you seen COVID toe? No. Because he took his shoe off and put it up to the camera during the interview. Is it gross? His toe? Yeah. No. Uh, no. Mild COVID toe. No. COVID toe's gross. COVID toe's no joke, though. Like, COVID toe is like purple puffy. Really? Like toes. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I don't need yeah. that in my search history. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I just had to, I just Googled it. Oh. Yeah. Gross. That's in mine now. What are you going to do? And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Hello, Leslie. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Um, thank you for joining us. We like to kick off the Ask Razamoka section of the podcast with uh, always a question with somebody on the phone. So welcome to it. What is your question for the room? Awesome. So I was always wondering, because like, I know you guys are obviously on the podcast talk show, but do you guys have like a stylist that dresses you? Um, and because it's kind of like a two-parter. So, because you guys do have video clips, how come you guys don't have the podcast like on video? Um, why do we not have the podcast? Because the, the podcast is like, for the most part, it's everything that we do for the show during the week, right? And uh-huh. um, that it, that's just an incredible amount of editing, to be honest with you. Like, it's it would, to put the video version of this together is a much more difficult task than putting the we need the, like a team the, of people the, the, the audio version. Yeah, we j- and we just don't have the we don't have the resources to cut this into a into a video into a video a video thing. Yeah, so no, I, no. I guess there is no style. You guys all dress yourselves in the morning, that kind of thing. Uh, is there st- it's like is there a stylist for this show? No, no, no. We don't have a we don't have a stylist for this show. Ah. Uh. Cool. Yeah, it would be it would be great though. <laughs> but, you don't have to worry oh, about dressing yourself in the morning. Well, no, I, like, you still dress yourself. Yeah. Like, well, no. Somebody's not coming to the house. I'm putting your pants on. Honestly, honestly, can I just tell you, like, what what I love and what I would love here is the same thing that I love at ET Canada is I would love if my work clothes were here. And then oh. I come in in the morning, I go into a room, I put something cool on that's cleaned and pressed and everything else. Yeah. Come in here, do the show, finish the show, go in there, drop it off, they clean it. 
Yeah. Gotcha. Right. So what would you and show up to work in? I would just, I mean, I, like. Sweats in the team, maybe. Yeah, yeah, oh. like whatever, right? But yeah, I mean, having a stylist in, like, I mean, no, this sounds like super pretentious. Okay. Like super pretentious. <laughs> I mean, having a stylist is really great. <laughs> <laughs> like if you ever get the opportunity to have a stylist, uh-huh. I would say capitalize on that opportunity because okay. it's I'll really keep that it's, in mind. because it's really <laughs> because it's really great. It doesn't suck. There's nothing right. bad about it. Okay. Yeah. Good. I mean, my uh-huh. husband lays out my clothes. You, so Maury does have a stylist, Matthew. 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 But he only has but like Matthew the same. Matthew hates a lot of what you wear. But right? he picks from the pile and goes, "Find this." Right. Find this. <laughs> but who buys your clothes? Does he buy your clothes? No, I buy my clothes. Oh, okay. Yeah. But do you have to get his approval? Usually, yeah. Like if we're out or something, I'll hold it up to myself and go, this one? And he's like, no. Yeah. No, like this one? Hey, does Jenna think you wear too much of something? That maybe uh, that you use something as a crutch, like she would, you know, every now and then. Like, does she try to push something on you every now and then? No, she never no. tries to push anything on you? Hey, well, you'd look great in this. Um, Sometimes, but usually, like, her suggestions are awesome because she knows what yeah, I like. Yeah. Yeah, but she's never said, like, you wear, I don't know, like, too many hoodies or you right. have too many T-shirts. Actually, no, she does say, because I, I do have a lot of T-shirts. Right. Right. How about you? Catherine just, Catherine has it in her head that I look good in blue. And I'm not saying I don't look good in blue. I yeah. just don't wear blue. So often she'll just get me, like, if she gets me, like, a shirt every now and then, she'll get me, like, something blue. Mm-hmm. You look better and, in pink. And I'm like, meh. And then she's like, you want me to exchange it? And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Get it in black, white, or pink. <laughs> right? And, and I'm like, yeah, because I don't wear blue. Like, I'll wear a blue suit. I'll wear uh-huh. blue shirts with suit. Like, if I'm dressing up and you stuff like that. I but agree. In, my, in my regular, everyday life, yeah. I don't wear blue. I think you would look nice in blue. Yeah. I know. Don't get me wrong. I look absolutely gorgeous in blue. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> there you go, Leslie. Thank you, bro. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, All right later. later. Uh, Mia asks, would you rather... Okay, this is for uh, both you and I, Roz. Yeah. Okay. And then I have a question after this. Okay. Okay, can I ask a question after this? Do you that? want to ask your question first? Actually, no, forget about it. No, you can't do that. Nah, it's fine. Go ahead. Mia asks, would you... Re- Actually, you know. Yeah. Forget Mia. I want to I want to know what your question is. No, no, it's fine. I'll do it later. Okay. Is yeah. it bad? Nah, it's not bad. Is it racist? Nah, is it racist? <laughs> is it hurtful? No, it's not hurtful. No, okay. no, Did no. Just say the damn no, thing. No, I'm not Ryan. I'm not. I got to work on it. Okay. Uh, Mia <laughs> says here, would you rather live forever, but in Maury's body slash life, or only live for 10 more years in your own body and life. Okay, hold on here. Where it says Maury's body and life, does that mean that I have to live as Maury, or am I me, Roz, just in Maury's body? You have to live forever, but in more. No, I guess it would have to be you, yeah. but you have Maury's body and Maury's life. And live so, forever. Yeah. So you go home from here every day. Would I be gay? I was just going to say, is he gay? I That, I don't... Well, it says Maury's life, so you'd have to live, yeah. No, but you're just... No, you're living my life, but if in my but body... But your life, so you're gay. Maybe right. now I'm straight. No, but you would be gay, right? Yeah. So you'd have to go home from here, yeah. and you wouldn't be doing Eat Canada anymore. Right. You'd sleep all So day. I would not be me at all. No. I would just be Maury, right? Yes. but And, and live forever. You get to sleep all day. Um, well, first of all, no. I would take dying in two years rather than have oh, wow. one. The option was to live for 10 more years. Oh, 10. You- Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're shortening it even more. What, what was it? Live for six months or spend the rest of my life? <laughs> yeah, six, six months. I can accomplish yeah, a lot in I'm six choosing, months. I'm choosing 10 more years. Yeah, I'm choosing 10 more years. Keep my yeah. own life Same in my here. own body. Now, now, okay, so here's the, here's the question, Mocha, okay? Yeah. Let, let's, say, let's say this, right? 
okay, what if we what if we did this? What if we switched it up just a little bit? Let me if I can add and subtract to the question, okay? Mm. What if you were able to live in Maury's body and Maury's life? Yeah. But you would still be you, meaning that you would be Mocha in Maury's body and Maury's life, but faking those parts, but you would still be Mocha and sort of able to do Mocha stuff on the side. For how long? Forever. For you could live like that for life. Oh, Wait, my. I'm confused. So he would look like me. What's that? He would look he like... He would be you, but would still so be Jenna you. would have to sleep with Maury. Yes. You forgot yes. that part. Yes. Uh no, yeah. I'm gonna I'm you gonna stay I'm uh? gonna stay me and live ten more years. But, but you don't think that you don't think that over the course of a lifetime, like you could like get Maury's body to the gym and like turn it into something worth celebrating. Bro, that's a lot of work you gotta you put in. You have a lifetime. You would live forever. Yeah, but he could never <sighs> go back to Scarborough and do Scarborough Tings looking like me. Of course he could. Of course he could. And get Maury that six-pack that he's always... Yes, turn Maury into a stud. Start eating healthy. Yes. Uh, <sighs> yes, give Matthew some good sex finally. <laughs> you'd have to... But I just... I'm picturing... You'd have to be in the shower you cleaning you know, my what, parts. You know, you know what? You know I would do that too, eh, Maury? Like if I was like me but in your body... And if even if, if I knew it was temporary, like if you and I had to switch them, right? Like if we like both, I don't know, like I don't know how do how do people like we both suck lightning at the same time or whatever it was. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how people switch. I don't. I don't know how people switch. But if I yeah. knew that this was like a switch them, and you I held was in, hands and, in the rain. Yeah, thank you. And and I was in your body, and you were in my body, and I knew because we had like a guru or whatever that was going to switch us back, and it was like a sure thing. In that time, I will tell you. I will tell you this. Not a word of a lie. In that time, I would ruin your life by giving damn it Matthew the greatest sex he's ever had. <laughs> like I would it would be like you would I would set the bar so but high. He would never, he, it would still look like me. He would never know what happened. I know, but then you would go back in your body and you would forever be lame. <laughs> like yeah, I you would, wouldn't be able to perform no, you wouldn't be able to again. perform at that level. <laughs> But I could just call level. you and say, "What did you do?" No, but I wouldn't tell you. Yeah, why? Why I would he be, tell I'd be, you? I'd be like, first of all, that's a, that's a that's a conversation between me and my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Private things. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely do that. All right, uh, Chantel has a very original question. I can't okay. believe nobody has ever asked this, right. and this is for you, Ross. Right. Hypothetically speaking, oh, if Ross up. is gay and single, <laughs> would he date them more? This stupid ass question. I don't do hypotheticals, okay? Not about this. You anyway. just did one earlier. Yeah, but that was about making love to your husband, not you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about making love to Matthew all day. <laughs> did you want to ask your question now? No, I'm the good. one that you originally No, had? I don't no? even remember it anymore, <laughs> to be honest with you. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, Cole asks Is there any way to still look cool after being left hanging for a high five? Has it ever happened to you? If so, what was your move? Yeah, yeah, so the only thing that I've seen people do that get left hanging on a high five, and yeah. it's very difficult to explain with words, okay, but they'll go up for a high five, yeah, and then they immediately make a fist and just give it that like little like that little pump. <laughs> no, there's like, another right. one. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're like high five, high five, high yeah. five, and then you go like, yeah, oh, yeah. No, there's there another go. high five, high five, and then you put your hand through your hair. No, that's if you're trying to psych somebody out. Also, that's, 80s. Also. <laughs> like, high five, high five. Yeah. But no, but the, you do that when somebody goes in for a high five. Yeah. You, you don't do that when you're being ignored for oh, a high five. Oh, I did five. that when Dave Chappelle on the red carpet wouldn't high five me back. I went through my hair. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. You, but like, then you look like even more then you of a loser. Look, yeah. But <laughs> like, like, at the time, I thought that was the move. That's the move that you do when you don't get a high five? <laughs> you just right? rub your hair. I would just, I would like, if my hand was up like this and I didn't get a high oh, five, geez. I would like look at my nails. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like I needed to see something in the light. Right? Like there's a yeah, bunch of things you can do. It is pretty, pretty embarrassing, pretty jarring in that yeah. moment where you go for a high five and the other person doesn't acknowledge. I'll tell you, the, the, the thing that's more embarrassing than going in for a high five where you don't get it is when you put your hand out to shake somebody's hand and they don't oh, do it. Oh, yeah. Right? What's because, your move for that? Because there is no move for no, that. there isn't. There and is then you no just move. Like, you're, you're just like awkward. Your hand is just there. Yeah, and you're like, like uh, when you're in a group of people, right, and like they don't see it but your hand's out, <laughs> no, You right? know what the worst is? <laughs> the worst, yeah. absolute worst is where, like, if one person goes in for a handshake, the other person goes in for a fist bump oh, or yeah. something else. Didn't, and then but, you, but like, Shem once but, but, and touch it, him down below? But it, Wait, touch, whoa, excuse whoa, me? What? What? Excuse me? <laughs> there was a time when you went to shake Shem's hand or something, and Shem didn't what? see it coming. And oh, <laughs> And like I, you grabbed him? No, I think he sort of swiped by. Like I didn't swipe. <laughs> what are you talking about? Starting rumors, man. I don't know what. You're yeah, talking. it was right here. Who grabbed what? Yo, no, you have I, like this got, weird no. fantasy about people in this room. I don't know what you think goes on, on in this room. Then you backhanded him down below. Right? No, I don't oh know what goodness. goes on in this room more, but uh, but not that. No, I didn't accidentally. Um, graze or swipe, as you said, um, Shem, while missing it. Like, how close would I have had to get for the, the handshake? Like, what was I looking? What was I looking to accomplish? Like, how far did I go in for the handshake? And how low? Like, I had to get his attention well, by like low. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> trying to shake like, me. So, like, so, so, are you saying, Maury, that if you go for a handshake and you don't get the handshake, you go in a little deeper and just flick it? Until you get their attention? I think it was here, and you went in for a handshake. Shem didn't see your hand and was walking by to the printer, and you kind of, like, sort of grazed it. Grazed it? Like, on purpose? No, no. No, it was a mistake. No, I didn't graze anything, okay? It always starts with the graze. You know, I know. I know. I know. Next thing I'm waiting in the parking lot downstairs. No, there was no grazing. <laughs> Sorry, Sham. Uh, uh, Rayman asks, is there a Christmas song you absolutely despise? Yeah, Hippopotamus, the Hippopotamus song. Oh, what? That's a good song. I, I can't love stand that, that song. One. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. That one? Yes. You don't yeah. like that? Oh, man. I like that song. I don't have an answer because I like all Christmas songs, all Christmas music. Only the sad one. What's a real sad one? The um... oh, Christmas shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one sure, I don't I like. I want to yeah. buy these shoes. Like, okay, for my here's mama, here's my. Is I like I don't like when pop stars generally remake Christmas songs. That's all they right? do. I know. Like, like when Maroon Five did the version and Christina Aguilera did a version. I don't like any of those. Oh, right? okay. It, I'm just not. I'm just not a fan of. Um, that. Oh, what's the famous Mariah one? There's two. There's uh, Santa Claus coming to town and... But yeah, Christmas shoes what's is the, awful. Oh the my one God, that everybody... Yeah, no, there's... Oh my God, there's another one and she's actually oh. going to perform it on her show. I completely... How do you a, not know? It's the... the uh, it's a remake, I right? It's a remake. Christmas. She did that one, right? Yeah. So I heard that, but it wasn't Mariah. I was expecting Mariah because that... I heard somebody else do it. We were listening to a Christmas playlist 
the other day mm-hmm. and that song came on and I was expecting Mariah. And I think she, because that is now so synonymous with Mariah at Christmas yep. that anybody else that does that song yep. could never get away from the comparison of Mariah Carey owning that well, one track The little girl sang, sang it in Love Actually. Is that the one you heard? No, it was like a current like I would, pop I would say artist. That, or something. I would say my least favorite Christmas song is the the Do They Know It's Christmas Band Aid. Yeah, oh, why? Yeah. It's because it's sad. Well, no, it's because it's stupid. Oh, because they, they, nobody answers the question. No, because they're like you're. You, it was like supposed to like help out. First of all, the whole thing was like, it was supposed to help out like famine in Africa and stuff like this, right? And so they're they're Why, like was it part of live aid? no snow <laughs> like they're, they're singing about snow. Oh, and the line like, is no snow in Africa. Yeah, this there's Christmas. no snow in Africa this Christmas. Well, there's rarely snow in Africa ever. any Christmas <laughs> ever, right? And you know you're you're talking to people who are you know predominantly like not Christian. And do they know it's Christmas? No, they don't know. They need, they have bigger, they have other problems that they need solving other than you and your rich white pop star friends, um, you know, doing a Christmas song about them and us making us feel like, I don't know. It just always drove me nuts, that song. But you did right? all the, all the money when it originally came out, all the money from the sales did go to Did Africa. it though? Well, that's did what it? they said. That's what Thank they said. You. Thank you. Yeah. That's I what always they... found that that song was sad. Yeah, it was a very no, sad. It's song. it's stupid. So it was uh, it was a, it was for Ethiopia, famine in Ethiopia. Uh-huh. That's, what, that's what it was, right? And yeah, stupid. Who are the pop stars in that oh, song? Oh, this was the UK was George, one. George Michael. So it was like it was Boy George and did it come Bob out at, in and around the same yeah. time as Duran Duran, Phil we are Collins? The yes, yeah. okay. nineteen eighty four. Everything, everything, all of this stuff happened in nineteen eighty four. Um, but yeah, no, it was for um, it was for Ethiopia, and it then just why they mention Africa? Wow. Okay. Well, why they what? <laughs> Is, is Africa in Ethiopia? Is it the same? Is Africa in Ethiopia? <laughs> See, this is what. Listen, this is a guy, and all the proceeds went to Africa and Ethiopia. <laughs> this is more is their audience, right? This is how. Oh, let me tell you yo, something right now. Shem literally okay. just no. unplugged his headphones, got yes. up, is packing his things to leave. <laughs> but let me tell but you, I this question, is why. Gems. Okay, this is why. This is why, though, that something like "Do They Know It's Christmas" became Christmas became successful was because the audience was, damn it, Maury. Uh-huh. No offense, damn. At Maury, but you're the this reason. This is the first why. time I've heard Ethiopia. I thought right. it was Africa the whole time. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay. Two. Okay, let's just leave it there because I would like it to end there. Yes, right. No, okay. we need to laugh now. No, and no, 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 no. no we will. We will. Um, at another time. Yes. But um, but I, I, I meaning I can't educate you anymore on this topic of conversation because we need to just leave this on the podcast with mm-hmm. you thinking, um, that uh, do they know it's Christmas was to benefit. Um, Africa inside of Ethiopia, right? And you learning this for the very first time. Yes. Okay, cool. Also, Shem left. Yeah. Also, um, Shem left. So uh, find us on Instagram <laughs> at kiss925. <laughs> Every week we post a picture that reads Ask Roz and Mocha. This is where we get the questions from. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.